0: Hey guys, it's Tim here from Sporting Woods. Uh, we've got an action-packed episode coming at you today. Uh, we're going to talk about Tiger Woods winning the Masters, Israel Folau going bonkers, um, and the retirements of Winks and Greg Inglis. We're also going to tackle the rugby league issues of the week, the ankle breakers, um, some refereeing issues, Blake's bad day. We've got our LDTOTW. Benny G's back for Benny G's fantasy feedback, and we're going to do a first quarter review of uh, the NRL competition. That and more on Sporting Woods. Oh, yeah. Cricket,
1: cricket, cricket. Bats, bats, bats. Balls, 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 balls. Sporting Sporting Woods.
2: No, right, you're not an idiot.
0: Are we We're actually a- gonna have this in the podcast?
2: Man? Have you got the run? <laughs> cricket, cricket, cricket. Bats, bats, bats. Balls, ball, balls, 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 balls.
0: And then make like a. dun, 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 dun 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 dun
2: Dun 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 Welcome to the Sporting Woods I didn't realize that I was just digging the tunes man He's back He's done it What? You don't know? I don't know. Oh. Give, me, give me the what, good news. Well, what was the tune? The uh, it was the Eye of the Tiger. And why would I be singing that? Tiger Woods got his sight back. <laughs> got his sight. <side laughs> <back. laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't keep up with the news that often. He, uh, his eyes, he got a hole in one. I don't know. <laughs> he
0: won the Masters.
2: Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. That's that's a big thing for golf, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I know, yeah, I know. Just way to bring it down. I know, just straight off the bat, just putting everyone offside, which is, I believe, is a golfing <laughs> term. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why. I'm going to say, yes. the, golfer yes, the golfer
0: is offside. The
2: golfer is offside. No. Apologies. Uh, what, what Major, major,
0: major news. Tiger Woods wins the Masters by stroke. Against uh, who was who was second in the end? Uh, oh, who R- cares? It's R- Tiger. R- Tiger. <laughs> yeah. Tiger
2: won. Is this yeah, the greatest?
0: Yeah, is this the greatest comeback in the history of sports?
2: Now, I feel like that's a big call, but you guys put forward a very very solid case for it not being at all an exaggeration. How can it? How can it not be? Uh, I'm, well, well, out of all sports ever, that's the most impressive. Like, surely there's uh, basketball teams that have come from lower on the ladder, or
0: well.
1: He was 14. He'd won 14 majors and he was chasing down Jack, who'd won 18. And then it got to, what, in the space of 11 years, he won 14. And then he just hasn't won another in another 11 years. Mm. Hasn't won a Masters
0: since 2005. Yep. And even his last uh, major win in 2008, he did it on a torn ACL, which was an incredible victory in itself. And then he had all the... The whole scandal came out and what, the divorce. What, what, through, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we and talking then, about here? And then the back injuries and and then coming back and Changing falling short stroke, like
2: three times. Yep. He told his wife he couldn't see her anymore. I told you it was like a, <laughs> it's like a vision thing. <laughs> I'm just. Bring I'm it stop it. just shitting all over. So Luke,
0: you're, you've taken over the Luke.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, no, uh, I mean, look, who is away Luke, this yes. week? Yes. Uh, rolled his ankle. One of the many many ankle injuries <laughs> this week. <laughs> you may have seen footage. One of the better
0: ones. <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. One of the. <laughs> thankfully, it wasn't on TV. Yeah. And um, those sultry tones that you can hear as well. We've we've oh, come yes. out of the contract uh, negotiations and and uh, it was coffee actually. We it wasn't even sparkling water. It was it was the coffee that,
2: that, that was, was it. The, that was the and maybe I'm, just bring, as well. We, we yeah. have to um, trade a player yeah well, and then Luke it's <laughs> been nice knowing you yeah. um Benny G Welcome is here Benny G into the room <laughs> oh, yeah say G. my name
0: yes and we can we can and we can trademark his segment now Benny G's fantasy feedback
2: <laughs> treemarks Bollywoods <for> 2019. <laughs> nice Pat and Benny <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah no Benny G's back with us uh yeah good to be this back. week um yeah so Tiger Woods you know, that's that's the biggest sports story worldwide, but there's been some major uh, sporting stories that have happened since we've last uh, all gotten together. I'll start with a good one first, and then we'll talk about the other one. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Australia b- and the world bids farewell to Winx, who yes. won uh, her third Queen Elizabeth Stakes. Uh, very slow out of the gate, but... In typical, yeah, doesn't in typ- matter. <laughs> in typical Winks fashion, yeah. um, didn't even need a whip. I don't think. Just knew exactly no. what was no. happening, and that's what makes those those horses great. And that was another Black Caviar thing. I was lucky enough to see Black Caviar sort of in the flesh, and and it just didn't even need a whip. It was just more of a come up and then bam. And that's exactly the same with Winks. Just where, straight where did ahead. You,
2: When did you see Black Caviar?
0: Early on. It yeah, was, was 2011 at Doombin in the yep. Doombin Ten Thousand, one of the cool. one of the one of the big races, there. and it was it was it was great. Like it's one of the sporting memories that I'll. Oh, it was one of the great sporting events that I'll remember for a long time and being there live. Um, but yeah, there's just something different about those horses um, mm. that that you can't explain. On um, you know, and that's what kind of uh, Huey. It's Huey, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Huey, yeah Huey, Huey was kind of saying was. He doesn't have to do anything yeah he doesn't have to do anything the horse is smart enough and it knows its ability so it's just um, ridiculous when you see her run next <laughs> to everyone else her technique is just
1: I don't know it's it's like they they're traveling pretty quick and she's absolutely just killing it yeah it's it's like, like they how say are that about that
2: much faster Elvis singing Elvis Presley the king Uh, that his technique was just incredible. Just like, you know, not even, you know, super formally trained, but any time, any day could just sing.
0: Well, and that's thoroughbred racing as well. It's genetics. Yep. And that's where Winx is off to now to...
1: Well, I wonder if... Um, Pop out a couple of kids. Yeah, I wonder if they, uh, they're going to match her up with uh, the Autumn Sun.
0: Oh, yeah, who's also just gone to stud as well. Hey,
2: yeah. Sporting Woods matchmaking. Uh, let's <laughs> keep an eye on that. Just if those two horses do get together. I mean, hey. That'll be huge. Yeah. first.
1: They were wanting Autumn Sun to race Winks, And Autumn Sun had won eight out of, their, out of his <clears throat> only nine races, <throat> including three or four
0: group ones. Ridiculous. So yeah, that horse would be worth that baby would be worth ten mil, oh, yeah.
2: Mm. easy. Yeah, the that two of them, make them make up good. against each other. Which one do you think would come first, Benny G? Uh, Winks. Is this a joke? It was. Oh, yeah, I was going to say.
0: <laughs> oh, this uh, is going to be a very long uh, story. Putting words. <laughs> Fallout. All right, right we got to keep this train yes. keep this train rolling. There's a, a lot, a lot to get to, and uh, no.
2: Hang on. Yeah, I, I just want to
0: set up. Yeah, I'm, I'm too too caught up on weeks. lot to get to. Another um, big story that broke over the weekend was um, the Instagram post made by one Israel Falau. And I want to make something very clear before I start talking about it. I think I speak for myself and I'm sure I speak for everyone in this room that I do not agree with a single word that Israel Falau had posted in that post. Okay. True. But here's the thing about Australia is that one of the, one of the great things about this country is that we have the right to free speech and, and yep. we can say what we want yep. Fine. When you sign a contract yeah <laughs> that says I will not say these things and then say it, there's two reasons for why he would want to do it And then they're not even religious based in mm-hmm. my opinion and I'm not even going to talk about the religious side of it. One. He's fed up with rugby Australia. Fair. Look yeah. at the current state yeah. of Australian rugby you're union. Apathetic. Well, yeah. Then and, like whatever. Yeah. And two, he can get more money doing something else. Like why? Why? Why else? Like I think Israel Falau's a smart dude. He's come out and said God will lead me down mm. whatever path it is, even <coughs> if I don't have to play rugby. I'm yeah. happy with that. I'll miss it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. well, yeah. I mean, I thought that was even a little. Not the religious part, but like if I don't play rugby again, well, that he's going to play rugby again. Yeah. It may not be, it will not be in this country. No. How old and, is this guy?
2: Thirty. Thirty. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, he's a smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> like this wasn't this wasn't done by accident. Like he didn't have a few bevos and go, oh yeah, yeah. I'll just chuck this anti-gay shit out there. No. Oh, he you know- had something against the the
2: drunks as well. Oh yeah, and
1: the fornicators. Yeah, like- everything.
2: Mm-hmm. But, like... How did that put NRL fans offside? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just but yeah, mystery.
0: Like, he's a smart guy, and he's a business guy. Mm. I mean, this is... It's it's a calculate. It's almost like a calculated risk.
2: I'm sure he must yeah. have been sitting there thinking, what have I got to lose, you know? I'll just go to France. I, I believe this stuff, bang. You France, know, there yeah. you
0: go. I'll just go to France. Yeah. They don't give a shit. And get paid bucket. Yeah, ads. and get paid double what I'm paying now. To play 10 games a year and not deal... With Rugby Australia.
2: If, if that's true, it is a smart move because they had to dump him, you know, as a player, as an employee. Well, they, they like, it, it
0: was yeah. in a contract. It was yeah. like... Well, the <laughs> first... It's not the first time it's <coughs> Well, no, and one. that's it. And the first time it happened, they were like, all right, well, we got to do something about this if we're going to sign him long term. I mean, Israel put pen to paper and said, I won't do this. And then he's done it. Like, there's he's not an idiot. So, there's got to be some sort of layer. Allegedly,
2: <laughs> like, Allegedly ale- not an idiot.
0: Everything's alleged on this show. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be some sort of level to what you know his reasoning behind it, mm. and I I personally don't think it's just because I'm you know here for God's mission, and that part is true. But why he did that, I think there's there's other things at play here. Well, there um, are other that ways he knows around to yeah. work
2: for your God if that happens or whatnot. You know, yeah. uh, joining shell. I, I don't even know what point I'm trying to make here, but like. If that was really his goal, if it was only like, yes, I'm spreading the good word of the Lord and these are the things I mm. believe in. yeah, An Instagram post was maybe not the best, most mm. efficient way of doing that. So I think you're right. I think that you, there would be something else underneath. And he'd be thinking like, yeah, why the why the hell am I sticking around here? I
0: think it would be naive to think that he's just done that on a whim. Yeah.
2: yeah. And now he's going like, oh, well, I didn't realize people would be, whoa, upset. Oh, he yeah. hasn't done that. though. No.
0: And that, and that's why it's oh, doubled all. doubled down, didn't he? Yeah, and that's why it's all like there's something going on that we're not privy to, and so th- the way to get out of a contract, I, I don't think I've seen a more ridiculous way to get out of a contract. But like, it, I think it was a deliberate action Do to you, get uh, out of it. Have you ever
1: seen the offseason NRL? Uh, well, I mean, like <laughs> to it's like that is a pretty good job to, per-
0: <laughs> to purposely go against. The, the establishment kind of thing. That's yeah. what I was getting
2: at. Anyone uh, uh, know any information, uh, please? Yeah. <laughs> <let it> in. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you reckon it's going to make it tougher for him to get another contract? He, he, in
0: Australia or in the world?
2: I'd, I'd like to hear both, like Australia. In Australia, he's, no he's done. He's, done. Yeah. he's,
0: done. Okay, so he he, he's never going to work as an athlete in this and country again. So you think again.
2: internationally it won't be so much as an issue so much as it is just like... um a uh, new chapter where it's like oh yeah whatever you did or say that was in, way in the past you play for France now for example
0: it's not even it's not even that it's like he, and this this comes into part of the whole reasoning why doing it he's too talented yeah. for someone not to pick yeah. him up could he Um, never thought about it if he
1: goes over plays elsewhere just can he play for another country is there a country that I don't
0: or oh, look You'd have to look at his like background, obviously. Yeah, scale, I'm obviously. not sure. I have not only thought about it then. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I don't think he'll... He'll never play for Australia again. And, you know, no. World Cup year as well, like, just added layers. and, and mm. like, Just from a stupid Instagram post. Like, there's just so much around it. Um, have the um, NRL Super League, or not NRL, oh, the, but English the, Super League, have they come out and said that no, they can't play? For no them? international group has really come out... International International competition. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's well, part the- of- Sibley came out for Benny Barber and said yeah, straight a- up. We're not sorry. But like it'll come back, you know, it'll be like a dust settling sort of thing. And then next season it'll be like, oh well he's back. And yeah. he's earning more than he did and he's playing half the games and he's not Australia's problem anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that I think like th- that will eventuate. Um, but the way to get there is uh, highly unconventional, but yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's very a, calculated. It's
2: a bit of a gambit, but I mean, yeah. I, uh, thing, yeah, you know, I, think, I, think I
0: think that, you know, I think it was very calculated and he knew exactly what he was doing and, yeah. and the ramifications of it. So, mm. um, yeah, that's enough on that. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he's done playing professional sport in this country. And look, he's a three-code athlete, yep. played all three codes at the top level. Pretty F- terrible at AFL. Well, look, he made it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he, he did make, make it. At one yeah, <laughs> he did make it. So you know, he can't. It's it's like the whole the whole Jared Haynan argument. Yeah, yeah each, to, mean, each, each to exactly. their own, and that's that's what makes this country great. Each to their own.
2: Well, I think I, I I was quite pleased with the response overall because in the past it would have been like, oh yeah, you know, freedom of speech, or whatever. But there's been a real sort of like, oh, that doesn't mean we have to tolerate intolerance or what. Yeah, I think you know, on your bike, son. I think you've yeah.
0: got to, and that again that. Again, in in Australia, you can
2: say whatever you want. Freedom of but- speech is not freedom from repercussions. Exactly, yeah, yeah.
0: And the consequences that come with that. And again, that's why I think yeah. he, he knew exactly what he was doing when he sent yeah. that post. So, yeah. Farewell, Israel. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. It's been fun. And a developing story as we record. Uh, multiple sources have uh, reported that Greg Inglis is set to announce his retirement this week. If not... Uh, today, which is Monday, or tomorrow, Tuesday. Um, Forfeiting 1.5 million? Yeah, he's going to give up. Change
2: his name to Greg Atlas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Poor. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and, yeah, he's just just succumbed to, you know, chronic knee and shoulder injuries, and he's just unable to perform um, at... At at the level that he's, we all know that he's capable of, but just to show. Yeah, and he's just a shell of himself at at the moment, which is so disappointing because I think in this generation, we we speak about Cameron Smith and JT and Cooper Cronk and and rightly so. But in terms of uh, natural athletic talent, Greg Inglis, to me, uh, was the best sort of player over the last 15 years. It was unreal. And his legacy is, is, is phenomenal. He won, won a premiership with Melbourne, a legal one, <laughs> and, and was the Clive Churchill medal, medalist. So best player in a grand final playing 5'8. And he's never played 5'8 when he played that season there. Yeah. He won a Daly M 5'8 player of the year one year. He's not even a 5'8. Like this, <laughs> this guy's just amazing. I'll never forget his, uh, big fend in origin when he was in his prime. Um was that
1: Jay- Josh Morris. Or uh One of the, I think so. And yeah, and just, literally
0: run over just him, touched him, and and oh, the went one went crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jamie Soward, <laughs> the one where he got Soured, I think it was like two thousand and seven. Just like Hadouken <laughs> punched him, and he like made him do a backflip in the air. Probably the most important part of his legacy is from a, from a rugby league standpoint is leading South Sydney to a to a premiership. Yep. I think. When South got reintroduced into the competition, you know, they rarely, if ever, made finals. Russell Crowe took over the team, brought in the Burgess boys, all that sort of stuff, and it was a perfect storm and they were just what, that one player away from really being genuine contenders and there was a whole contract dispute that was going on with the Broncos at the time and And Bryson Goodwin came to South. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and uh and um yeah, Greg, you know, came in and, and won that team a premiership and that, that, to me, will be his lasting legacy uh, in rugby league. Now, he's no saint either. I think, you know, that has to be pointed out What's to some done? description. There's been a lot of off-field issues, which I won't go into, but <laughs> including uh, a drink-driving charge <laughs> just last year. Yeah, the NRL. As Australian captain. <laughs> yeah. But overall, for sort of... Um, Football athletic ability um, To me there's no one better In the last sort of 15 years Than Greg Inglis And I'm so happy He was born in Queensland <laughs> <laughs> K- <Kemp's>, Sorry Luke <laughs> Kemp, Kempsey's in Queensland isn't it uh, that, That's actually You know that that's actually And that whole Well you know what And another thing to his legacy He started that rule yeah, they they brought that rule in. Well, they already had a rule for it, and then they it was kind of loosely followed. I'm sorry,
2: can you walk me through why was it brought in for him?
0: <gasps> okay, so Greg Inglis is not from Queensland,
2: right? I'm sure,
0: allegedly, <laughs> but no, he's on. Uh, so I've never seen his birth certificate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I that's a great know. point. I don't, actually, actually, yeah. I don't know. So what happened was, well, the the rule <laughs> the rule was kind of loose. It was like it's wherever you start playing your under sixteens, right? Greg Inglis played about a quarter of a season in his hometown in New South Wales before Melbourne, I'm pretty sure Melbourne, bought him and brought him up to Queensland to play for Mm Norths. Yeah. Now, Andrew Voss, who's a commentator for Fox Sports, is the biggest advocate for this rule because he actually called the schoolboys game and it was on Channel 9 and they have footage of Greg Inglis playing for whatever school, like, in New South Wales.
2: In yeah. under sixteen, yeah. Well, so like, like his his origin as a football yeah, yeah, player,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So like having that um, there, and then they kind of made it more like really location based um, from like your heritage and and all that sort of stuff. So so he kind of brought in the wave. It was one of those things where it was like wasn't really enforced and like nah, you can. And because he ended up being so good, good. and like just being so dominant,
2: yeah.
1: The New South Wales. They yeah, just, they just arced up. Yeah, they arced up. They were yeah. like, what the hell? Like yeah. he yeah. he should be playing himself so does. well. And that I mean, started. Yeah. Like <laughs> started all the oh, we
0: actually have to get on top of this rule and Yeah. So yeah, that, that's another bit, bit. Yeah, and like, you know, he's yeah. yeah, just testament to how good he was. Yeah. He's been top one of the top five players of this century. Easy. One of the Easy. best five eights I've oh, ever wow. seen. He's not even a five eight, man. What? <laughs> so yeah. Um it'll be it'll be a sad it, well, it is a sad day to see Greg Inglis retire, but um, you know that. If he does. Far, yeah, but Father Time is undefeated, so um, that's just the way that it is. Let's hope uh, Lockyer got to him when he came out and said, "Please don't." <laughs> the game needs you. Well, I think he won't be. Lo- I don't think he'll be lost to the game. No, I, don't, I, I don't think so because what you know what he does in the communities and stuff like that now. But um, yeah, it'll be. It, it's a sad day. So farewell, Gr. All right, let's get into the footy.
2: Brilliant idea. Okay,
0: so lots lots to talk about. So we're going to try and get through as much as we can. We're going to talk about some injuries. We're going to... Just a few. Yep. Uh, lo- well, a lot of them are actually injuries. We're going to talk about some refereeing issues, bring in our Olympic team of the week. And um, as we've finished sort of the quarter mark of the season, um, we're going to do a quick little first quarter review where we'll break the teams down into into tiers. Benny G's back. We've we've worked out the contract situation. You, you. Um So we got him. We got him his coffees and whatever he needed, and he's also now financially compensated uh, to the level that he thinks that he should be. So we've all taken a pay cut now. So thank you, Nathan Peets, for the idea of the napkin. <laughs> and. Uh- <laughs> Oh, we're not even going to go there. All right, so we'll start. With, we'll start with some injuries. So there was there were three ankle breakers this this round. We had uh, Nene McDonald. Bad week for feet. Bad week for bad feet week. and lower limbs. <laughs> bad week for feet. <laughs> no, you're not was, wrong. You're not yeah. wrong. Come at me. You're yeah. not wrong. Uh yeah. So Nene is obviously the worst. Um, Guerra's Guerra's look. It, it didn't was- look that like okay. The first time you saw Nene, you're like, "Oh yeah, man, he is <laughs> fucked up." First time you saw Gueros, you're like, "Oh, I missed it," and then yeah. and then you watch it again. You're Slow like. Mo oh, it like snapped out of position and then it almost felt like it went back in, but, oh, I mean. I think that was the same for tarponies as well. It's just kind of like Yeah, tarponies was like, yeah, it was more of the, the, the new sexy term at the moment, which is the syndesmosis, which is that sort of high. Oh, say it again, Tim. Oh,
2: Is that yeah. one word or two? Two. Okay. Oh, no, one. I like, oh, I like, whoa.
0: I like. I don't know why I said to. What's the first one? Sin. Sin. Sin dosmosis. Sin.
1: Okay, cool. Cindy Moses.
0: Cindy Moses. <laughs> you got a case of the Cindy's. <laughs> that was poor. <laughs> um, but yeah, tarpanese was more that, that that ankle sprain where, you know, you just get twisted and, and it's, and you just kind of, your boots are stuck in. Whereas guerra's and, and McDonald's were more of that just like traumatic <laughs> You know, dislocation just made me sick Yeah It was
1: disgusting Yeah
0: So it kind of leads in leads into this point I was like I was a little bit upset With the Quote unquote Outrage To the reaction of the referees On, on Friday night
1: Oh, which game was that?
0: Yeah And and, oh, and To me personally Yes, it could have been handled A little bit better But referees are not Emergency triage nurses No and
2: no, nor should they be. I mean, no. you know? And that's that's
0: they. why we that's why we have all these doctors and everything out there. So Benny G, obviously a big Cowboys fan, you might have a different sort of opinion to what I do, but We were wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> but I find it very hard to believe, and, and this is in the in the defense of the cowboy supporters and, and Paul Green and all that sort of stuff. I find it very hard to believe that Grant Atkins could not have stopped the play. But if there are procedures in place where the doctors and all the people need to speak to the touch judge, then that's the pr- process. Now, before you dive in with I know exactly what you're going to say... But they told the touch judges. Well, I that wasn't what I was going to say, <laughs> but I believe you. <laughs> but there's that the argument is is that they actually did inform the touch judges. So yeah. that's maybe that's where the breakdowns happen. Not not so much in the whole process of itself. So the 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 outrage at like Atkins in particular and bat was it was badge, wasn't it? It was the other ref. I'm pretty sure. I'm not too sure it was on. This you team. know, I. I that's a bit harsh. If the touchy hasn't arked up. Yeah, and that's to me is the point that's broken down.
1: Yeah. I I'll, think the, the I'm sorry, Tim. No, no, you go. um the the refs came out and said that like the ruling behind is if, if there was a minor injury in the backfield, the game can go on, that's fine. Mm. It was fucked up. It's and, not and minor. We were, and we yeah.
0: Were, like we had two players down, I had another guy who like dislocated his elbow. He that- was he was <laughs> That was the other thing too I think and it made it look so much worse because there were two players down. And I think again I don't want to stick up for the referee's too much but it could have just been they might have thought oh they've just clashed heads and then or or they've just run into each other.
1: Yeah.
0: I also here's another thing that I was most upset with. How the hell could the bunker not see that yeah. on all the replays when it was shown on Fox and Channel 9 and all that sort of stuff. And actually, going. Oh, hey, mate, he's actually completely fucked and needs a stretcher. Stop the game.
1: Did the bunker do anything no. unless they're asked
0: to? Well, well, I don't know. This it is could this be is used
1: this way. This is it has to be.
0: It has to be used this yeah. way. That's that's my point. It's there, even it's if really it used. Hundred percent. If you're going to spend all this money on a bunker, mm. even have a doctor in there. I don't care. Get someone in there. Yeah. To to stop it. This thing with concussions. There are independent doctors and all that sort of stuff that come in and, and assess the players and they're... It does get reviewed, so uh, there's been a couple of cases this year where a player has gone down and then gone into the defensive line, and then about a minute or a minute and a half later, there's a doctor saying, "No, this this cat needs to come off for mm, HIA." Yeah. Why, that, why, that's why just can't smart, that happen, though. Yeah, well, I mean, it has to happen, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, why can't it happen? Change. It's great, yeah. But why? Yeah. <laughs> but why can't that be? Why can't that happen for general Instance injuries? Like that. Yeah, I mean, where it was so clear cut, yeah. <laughs> You know, that that was the problem. So, it was 40 seconds of play yeah. well, I think before they stopped. And it. the reason they stopped the play is because Melbourne got like a penalty. penalty. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 Hashtag
1: penalty Melbourne.
0: And that's what, hap- what would have happened if there wasn't a penalty. And maybe Baptiste actually deliberately gave away a penalty. And that's why I wasn't thought even a penalty. the tackle before, I was like, oh. Because you could see there was like Gavin Cooper and Matt yeah. Scott in a, in a tackle to the refs. They're blowing up at the pocket referee saying, <laughs> they they're guys down. Everything. They're like, yeah, we
1: yeah, <laughs> they're two down, 11 defending.
0: Melbourne are just going
1: at each yeah. side of the field.
0: Yeah, no. in, in a crucial part of the game. So, yeah, I, 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 can't bl- I can't blame Atkins. I can't blame Badge if he was the second referee because they're not triage nurses. We've got a lot of people around that are able to make these decisions. That's a, that it needs to be, be better. It needs to be better. That yeah. That's all I'll say on that.
2: I, I don't know much about the specific, but like uh, in the big picture... Do you think there's an issue in sport of like, oh, I've just had my eyeball fall out, uh, but I got to keep playing. I got to stay on the field, you know. Well, the, yeah, I'm, the, I'm losing all of my blood, <laughs> you know. With
1: the concussion, that was huge, and they're doing mm. a
0: really, really good job to mm. try and mop that up. Well, that that's it, and I mean, it all started in the NFL. Let's be honest, yeah. where mm-hmm. players were co- getting called soft, yeah, yeah, for yeah, coming I off, bet. but. Even in the short time, and like this is even not even five years ago, really. But even in that time, and you can see it here in Australia, and it's not just in rugby league; it's in all sports. That that uh, that notion of oh, this guy's actually really hurt. We're gonna call people in and 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 look after yourself, fix it, and yeah, yeah. yeah, and even the even the recovery, like in the NFL, there's there's a real sort of, I don't want to say structured process because the way people deal with concussions and is, is quite, it's what they say. It's nonlinear. So you don't go from like day one to day two is the same for everyone kind of thing. Like you would in, different. yeah. Like you mm-hmm. would in say a, you know, an ankle surgery or something like that, where they can kind of expect the, the, you, you know, the progression right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's taken a long time for people to get used to. Um, and it will, it will still, because, you know, old mate, knocked his head on Saturday he's good for the next Sunday afternoon game. The guy doesn't in that Sunday afternoon game he's out for 3 weeks. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. you know, what happened it, with um,
1: Elliot Yo from Patrick. Isaiah Yo Isaiah, sorry. Oh. Yeo. He um he two concussions in a row I and mean, then he got mandatory had to sit down for the next week. But yeah. I don't think he wanted to. And mm. then there was um I think Ryan Madison like called him up and spoken about what he went through the year before. Mm. He got a few concussions in a row, and was out for like eight weeks. Yeah, he said he was at home just having dizzy spells. Like he was just mm. sleeping all day. He was absolutely wrecked. He's like, mate, just give your body as much rest as you mm.
0: as you need. So yeah, I think, and that's the changing mantra, kind of, or the mindset, per, um, for for a better word, of the players now is is your best. You know, you've only got. The yeah. average player's only got five years to make that money, you know, the greats obviously pay longer and stuff like that.
2: what's that quote from archer It's like it's a concussion. you get like you know seven eight freebies right yeah, yeah. and then you and then <laughs> it's you're good. not true
0: no yeah. it's not and and science is now starting to really yeah for the even for the non believers uh you know is is the evidence is really starting to to crank up so yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. and NFL so that, really that's started. where it's all. Go- and the NFL came in and did independent doctors and had a guy in the booth saying, "Right, this guy's done this. Get him out. Get him for a check. All that sort of stuff." And rugby league and all, all the other contact sports are really yeah I taking was on suit. top of the now. Too. Yeah, and so, so you know, stood down for this game. It's good to see because player welfare is paramount. is paramount. Uh, it has- but, yeah. <laughs> but it was kind of a reactionary process because of the yeah uh, lawsuits.
2: Mm. that were well, coming well, from the NFL. Yeah, but and like also good. Yeah, yeah so there's, there's those two levels. Obviously, player safety is important. Well, it was on the players, I think, for, you know, the history of ever. And then it's the last, what, 20 years that people have started to turn around and looking at these, you know industries, the uh, corporations yeah, and yeah. stuff being like, hey, wait a minute, yeah. how come all of your players are, like, <laughs> tapping out at 60? Yeah. yeah. You know, and you well, just, well, like, yeah. can't walk around, can't... You yeah. know. I think it was
1: this, the Steelers greats in the NFL. Yeah, they, that was They in. were going crazy. They got to about 50 and then they were just gone. They couldn't remember themselves. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, that, I mean, that started up, up until the, that started then, the whole thing. NFL and all yeah. those people
2: just being like, oh, well, you know, the things then, happen. Yeah. And you when know, it uh, first
1: came to light, they had, one well, nothing to do with it.
0: Yeah. Because it was going to cost them so much money. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. So anyway, yeah, that that's that, yeah,
0: that's a whole other thing. We yeah. we won't get into it. Um now another talking point from this game and, and Benny G, I'm sure. The Cowboys are up? Yeah, well well Oh yeah leading this, into This this is this is it, we're talking about him. Um <clears throat> Felice lie, Felice, Felice Cafusi tackled a bloke for thirty five seconds one metre out from the line when the Cowboys were down six in the last minute of the game. Yeah. How he didn't get Sinbin is beyond me. Yeah. Now I've been on this for a while because I've seen Melbourne do it and, you know what, the Queensland State of Origin guys have done it a couple of times where they just lay on the um, tacklers in the last minute so they can't get any momentum and even if they give away a penalty, that takes away 15 seconds and two players and all the momentum's gone and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I, I've been on the- Like I said, I've been on this for a while and I've got a couple of things on this that would help it out. The first one being- And this one is controversial- and I don't know if I like it, but it would stop out these types of inj- uh, these types of injuries. It would stop out these types of plays. If you give away a penalty inside the 10-meter attacking of the opposition, you park yourself at the other side of the uh, in-goal area until there's a change of possession or a uh, score. Yeah. So that way, if you want to give away a penalty in that time when they're giving momentum and stuff like that, that's fine go sit go sit out until they score or go sit out until you get the ball back like is it just a one penalty within or is it like repeated uh, i think you, to me i it? would exactly and that that's yeah. that's the next level so you got to think out. but i just if you give away a penalty in the tent for holding down yeah. or like offside as well if you're off like if they make a break they get tackled in the five and yeah. everyone's offside I mean, really, they should be sin bin. Okay, that is, yeah. but if you, it hasn't really been happening, yeah, it hasn't been happening. Put them on the edge and play with twelve until they get the change of possession. Yeah, no, that yeah. that's one thing. I I have been I've been on because it just the Melbournes of the world just keep doing this shit and it annoys everyone and it makes the player accountable. Yeah, it's negative for the game. It does make the players accountable for their actions. The second rule, and I I really like this rule, and I and I I know Peter Beattie's listening to this, so. Um, He's a...
2: Why are you laughing?
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Why are you laughing? He loves loves his NRL. He knows everything about it. Yeah, he's going to Wank Best Stadium this week. Um, (laughs) Do you know that story?
2: I I don't, but I'm assuming it's for Bank West.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and he tweeted out,
2: Wank Best. How does that happen? (laughs) Because You know when you're saying I'm going to the bank (laughs) and your phone autocorrects it (laughs) to Wank? Yeah.
1: Didn't he also tweet out, like... All the best to a former
0: yeah. NRL great. So this is this is. I've got two Peter Beattie stories. <laughs> that one, that Nick's telling, is um. <clears throat> there's a, a cult hero within the Balmain Tigers uh, called Laurie Nichols, and he was on the sidelines, and I don't even know if he was a player. I I, I actually don't know that. Anyway, he'd be he was like the, their cheerleader, like their club mascot almost, and he'd like get out there and start punching and like you know. Uh, what's it, airboxing and, and shadow boxing and all just that just sort of stuff. Just a
2: fun that people like. Yeah, just made. an
0: older guy and, yeah, just a club stalwart, all that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. He died in the year 2000. Oh, no. So there's a fake Twitter, Twitter handle called, like, Laurie fake Nichols. Laurie Nichols, who's obviously a Tigers fan and writes all this stuff. He tweeted out to Peter Beattie or something, and Peter Beattie's replied saying, I hope you're doing well, Laurie.
1: I mean, okay. he, he did come out and sort of say, like, I was just, like, sort of going with the running joke. Like, he knew that it passed. Yeah. He was just sort of... That all him advanced. who's pretending to be Laurie. Yeah. But, but it just didn't. No.
0: Because he's got form of not knowing what's happening. Yeah. And then this, a few other the second story. Peter Beattie was at Leichhardt Oval last year when I went down. He was in the the, you know, the chairman's lounge box, whatever. And my dad and uncle and... Um, were, had tickets and were up there and were, were talking to him directly. And he's he's looking and saying, "Why, well, can't over. It's great. It was a Sunday afternoon, a Saturday afternoon. It was absolutely packed. I think it was like seventeen, eighteen thousand. 18,000. It was near capacity. You like, oh, this is fantastic. This is great. Why don't you guys play here every week? And dad's like, I- <laughs> we would if we could, but you don't let us. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. and because they've just had the whole... The whole big two stadiums getting upgraded, yes. and Peter B is like, "Oh, well, why don't you play here every week?" Or <laughs> well, they've got three stadiums if you count Wank and he's and he's <laughs> and just turn to someone who wants you know who's a diehard like Balmain mm. slash West Tiger mm. supporter. Every would love nothing more than to play at <laughs> like Every oh well, what, why don't you play here every week?
1: Are you for real? <laughs> and he's had a few of those where he just
0: has absolutely no idea. No idea. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's just crazy. Mm. Crazy. That
2: part must suck about being a politician. Imagine how many conversations you're in where you're like, yeah. oh, glad to be here at the superannuation launch and blah, or talking yeah. about, you know, like, you know, classic cars mm. festival. I like, oh, yeah, love me some Fords and mm. blah, blah, blah.
0: I I get that. But if you're getting paid to run yeah. this yeah. company, you got to know why we yeah. can't play at Suburban Grounds. Because yeah. you, you're- Corporations made these decisions. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my rule change I'm advice for Peter Beattie. If in a tight game, which is what we saw here, if the defending team gives away a penalty in the last minute of the game, the opposition get an untimed set of six. So what I mean by that, Felice Cafusi gave away the penalty with 35 seconds to go after the Cowboys had already got a, another penalty all the way down there. In that last minute, I think they only had four plays because of all the penalties that were given away.
1: Or they just just holding them down for like 15 seconds.
0: Yeah, nice. yeah. And the referees the weren't... We're, and oh the, the ref clock didn't still do anything. No, yeah. And the clock's still ticking. So, really, they had an opportunity to have a full set of six with a minute to go to tie the game up. But they were robbed of that opportunity because of these penalties and holding down of the players. That costs them the time. If a team gives away a penalty in the last minute of the game and it, it's within six points, that might have to be another rule because there's no point doing it if they're, you know, by 50. Yeah. Or seven. Yeah, or seven. That should be an untimed full set of six. And if you want to keep giving away penalties, that's fine. You keep giving away sets of six. And you keep t- if you want to keep giving away penalties and be out there for an extra five minutes, yeah. that that's on you. I think that's a good rule.
1: Well, is, what what's with um super rugby? Like, do you just keep going even if, if there's penalties that have yeah, like it's more
0: of like that change of possession. Like, I mean, because like they scrum. don't have a set of six or anything. Yeah, but yeah. Like, you can
1: just keep, and if the if the opposition keep call like causing a penalty, you keep going. Don't yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And you can't you can't end the game on that. Nah. And that that's what that's kind of my point as yeah. well. Is if you want to sit on a bloke for an, for an hour in that last minute, like Kafusi did, that's fine. You you keep going and until you're, you know, until they score or you are actually good enough to stop the set of six instead of giving, you know, giving away these shit penalties. Yeah, I actually that, that one is that that's a better cool. rule than the other one. I I still really like the premise of that sending the bloke to the back of the uh, in goal. Yeah, uh, for yeah. for a set of six, but. You know, a lot of people say, well, why don't you just sin bin them and, you know, then you have, you've got too many rules and all that sort of stuff. I get that. Yeah. But the untimed set, I think, is actually a really good rule because it stops these and it keeps the spectacle alive of yeah. that game. Well, I think, it- I think um refs don't like sin binning in that situation because then that,
1: they think that they're changing the game.
0: Yeah. And it'll come back like, oh, was that actually a proper sin bin? Or-? And this is, this is classic Melbourne, just getting their dicks out and saying, you're not going to sin bin me here. Yeah. <laughs> Save that for our Origin, confusing. Yeah, like you're. Yeah, they're just playing chicken. I'll 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 sit on him for fifteen seconds if you're not going to simbin me. I don't yeah, care because yeah. it takes time off the clock. Then they've got to reset, you know, the line and kick it out or take the tap and start from there. Like that's all time wasting, and that's the whole point of it. And the way to stop wasting time is to have that untimed set and say, right, well, this is it. So that that's my talking sort to a of rule lot of fans. change. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. glad to be brought up Friday night again. I'm yeah, feeling great. Right, twice, now. twice. All right. So another another refereeing situation that's occurring over the last or over the start of the season really is this inconsistency with with the sin bin rule for foul play. Um, we spoke about it on one of our early episodes. Uh, round one was a classic situation where. Michael Jennings was sin-binned um, for a swinging arm on Isaiah Yeo, which caused one of his concussions. Yeah. But Isaiah Yeo was falling, right? Latrell Mitchell, same round, round one, swinging arm up on Sam Burgess that wasn't falling. And if yeah. Sam Burgess doesn't have a head that weighs 45 kilos, he's knocked out. Yeah. And Latrell didn't even get suspended. Did he? No. No. Uh,
1: did he have a fall uh, or anything? He has not missed a game.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Luttrell didn't suffer any suspension. This week, Adam Fenua Blake gets sin-binned for a swinging arm. And yes, it was a swinging arm that hit hit Mitchell Pierce on the head and he did go off for a HIA. Yeah. But Mitchell Pierce was about six inches off the ground when it happened. Yeah. This is going to cause dramas towards the back end of the season. You can just already see it. Why the the foul act out of those three cases yeah. is actually Latrell Mitchell yeah the worst one the and worst he didn't yeah well the one that is actually why the rule is put in place yeah for the swinging arm in that upward direction no attempt to actually put a shoulder in all that sort of stuff and it's and it's hit him in the head
1: and so you would have no problem for them all to be sent bins well you see, just want the consistency
0: well or do yeah, you just think that I Latrell actually, should
1: and the other two shouldn't
0: yeah I actually think I think it would be very hard for that, Jennings that, to back out yeah, but wouldn't that just raise the inconsistency yes it would and that's that's kind of where it comes in and we've already spoken about concussions which you won't go back into yeah but that's it's all about that safety of the swinging arm and and me personally it's rugby league and if they're falling things happen yeah from a holistic point of view if they can't get it right just any swinging arm that hits the head see you later I think that I'd, that's what it has to I'd be. I'd have no problem for them all three of them to be. Be similar, and that's and you know what? If that's what it is, great. Yeah. You know, it shows player safety. It shows we've we've made a black and white rule. Yeah. For a start, and look, I get if someone if if you know someone gets tackled around the chest area and then someone comes over the top and kind of gives them a bear hug, yeah. that's not it. We're talking about swinging arms that hit flush.
1: Yeah.
0: And the, all three of those did. Yeah. And the worst one out of them Didn't get Sinbin So that that's where my thing is And I'm just really worried That it is going to impact Yeah
2: Down why, the line Why didn't he get Sinbin Is it Just no, I, the ref on the game Was like yep. Yeah no that's okay and what's going to happen
1: mean. Is that someone else Later in the season Is going to get Sinbin Go to Ju- judiciary And have like A three match ban And they're going to be like Oh but Luttrell's in uh, week one mm. Got with nothing this same, With this same rule Which is going to lower the grade I yep. mean, yep. Depending yep. on the argument yep. But it's, it's it's going to cause the issue again.
2: It sets but that's, a... That's just a missed call then. That's well, not him. Well, the NRL didn't... They, they would have had the ability to go back on the game. Right. Yep. Okay.
0: So they have the match, match review committee. No, the that panel, or judiciary. The that. judiciary where they review all the acts of foul play. Um, so during a game, a referee can put someone on report for a variety of reasons, including high shots. Did that um, even go on report? No, I don't think oh. it did. And that, mm. again, this is the whole thing. Like, he wasn't even punished... You know, with a game suspension or anything like that, Jennings missed a game, and mm. um Fenilla Blake's gonna miss one easy. Oh, yeah. he missed more because yeah. he just missed a game.
1: He just got suspended. Oh, right, yeah, way. yeah, he, he did. Oh, well, because he
0: that he was um he was the bloke that took Benji out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I did, like they just there's no precedent set, so it's just going to be a shit fest when a team coming eighth or ninth in round 24 loses a bloke. Yeah. You know, that could cost them a final spot or even worse in the finals. So, yeah, that's something that they need to kind of work on. But I want to say overall, the refereeing has actually been pretty good. Yeah. They haven't haven't been calling as much. Yeah. I mean, I I, I was a fan of the crackdown because, and again, we spoke about it last year on the show. Yeah. Is it a coincidence that Melbourne were mid-table yep. at the start of last year, and they're just wrestling again now? Yeah, and now, and by the end of the year, they're at the top. Is yep. that a coincidence? No. no, no. I like. I just with that to me, that's why it was good because it stops Melbourne doing these things. Yeah. That I mean, everyone else does. Yes, but they do it Except the best, the and they keep finding ways. <laughs> and they keep finding ways to to bend the rules. And we've already spoken about it on this episode. Yeah. And then as soon as they said, as soon as all all the old people who were like, this is a rugby league and I'm leaving and blah, blah, blah. They changed it back. All of a sudden, Melbourne went on this win streak and they're back at the top of the table. That's yeah. not a coincidence to me. Mm-hmm. And on this podcast, we have tinfoil hats all over the place <laughs> throughout our line of work. And that one there is, is, is you know, one for me. So... Uh, But, again, I don't mind it because, like, games are free-flowing and and refereeing decisions haven't cost a team a game this year, I don't think. Don't email in and say, oh, well, we were dotted because there was a, you know, a decision in in the 33rd minute or something like that. Like, there hasn't been these high-profile loss, like, loss of games by teams due to poor refereeing decisions.
1: Yeah, I would just like to see Melbourne just called up. I mean, I'm probably salty still about the game just going, but... Just watching them, like they just hold us down forever in the run. Yeah. It was just we had we couldn't get any momentum, but and they're, they're just so good at that. And that's it because they're trained to do that, yeah. but they're mm-hmm. getting away with it. And, and if you're not if you're not going to call it, they're gonna yeah. you can it. see the
2: game theory behind it. Yeah, if the clock's oh, yeah. running, why why wouldn't and you? Other teams are doing it. All teams seeing do that it. And
1: helping
0: are getting away with it.
2: Yeah. yeah, all
0: teams do it. Let's let's be and perfectly clear. And even if you clear.
2: what hold them down for 20, 30 seconds, and then you get punished for it. It's still twenty, thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not that
0: extreme, but like yeah, it's good like that Cafusi one was at least six or seven seconds oh, was- <laughs> where he just didn't even move. Like the the whole process is the whole, you know, thinking about the penalty is you've got to show that you're getting off the player. Kafusi yep. just blatantly
2: held stayed him, there, even though
0: even though the referees yelling, Held, held, get up, get up. That that's a professional yeah. foul. And because the ref he's, did nothing. Yeah, and the ref just let it happen. Mm. Twenty seconds died off the clock at the end of the game. Anyway.
1: And yeah, we we um, got tackled with about seven seconds to go. Or could been, it could have been, yeah, could have been a little bit yeah. less, but yeah. and, couldn't and couldn't get and we up couldn't to play, play And yeah. it's just like you, we.
0: <laughs> that concludes our recap of the Melbourne Storm Cowboys game, and we will not talk about it again for this episode.
2: <laughs> we'll see you next week. Folks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's one one bloke that had a really really bad day yesterday, and that was Blake Ferguson. Now, one thing I didn't I didn't actually catch on the um, pregame because I was still watching the Saint uh, George Bulldogs what? game. He threw up into the bin on television. <laughs> like they had the they had the camera <laughs> in the shed, and they like cut to the Parramatta sheds, and then he's just like gone to the water station. There's a bin there, and he's just projectile vomited like three times, like full on projectile. Yeah.
2: Those are the best vomits, though. You're like, this is happening. I don't care who sees it. Like, this is is happening. It's just
0: a straight out nervous vom. And you and we'd be naive to say that a lot of football players don't do that. I, I, even me playing grade cricket would get nervous and have to do, you know, your nervous nervous poos or your nervous voms or something like that before a mm-hmm. big game or something like that. So I don't blame him on that. But the fact that it was, <laughs> it was like right there in the coverage yep. uh, was just hilarious. Then he comes on and it gets into a massive head clash with, uh, oh. uh, was it Bateman? Yeah. Just flush. Like I think it was forehead straight, like Bateman's forehead straight onto his nose. Oh. And it's you, just- You were showing me the picture yeah, before. Yeah, that. Was, the aftermath. Just crazy. sent him into like, Send his nose into like eight different directions. And then they do that stupid thing with a band around the, um, the like nose mustache bit around the head. Yeah, so it's just so- a really good look. And there was a, there's like an image of him and dead set, his nose is like on a 45 degree angle. Well, I like guess kind of, I was like, how is that not painful? And then later in the game, not only did he have a broken nose, he got a, a shot to the rib cage. And he's broken his
2: ribs, oh, yeah. so he's gone wow. off for day. So yeah. <laughs> that's oh.
0: a really bad he, day. He yeah. So that was Blake's bad day. Um, yeah, it was just—it's just, just one of those times. I—that was—and
2: and, you—the vomiting's nerves. Then it's not. Oh, 100
0: you know, percent. Okay. This was yeah. pre-game. Like it wasn't halftime or anything like that. And that's pre-game nerves. But just for the fact that it was on on TV was. And he funny. was fine yeah. after it. Like he yep. after yep. he was just yeah.
1: chatting. He was just getting pumped up. It was just yeah. Of his- Sweet routine, yeah, yeah. I think we just
0: covered um, a couple of burpees on my of, TV, yeah, yeah. I think Alfie Langer was, um, another sort of famous uh spewer before games. He was, you know, he's was always open about you know how nervous he would get. So, yeah, not not a good uh, not a good day for him, but do you reckon Andrew Jones would have got nervous or he would have taken something else? <laughs>
2: <laughs> rib, broken rib, <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor
0: pingers.
2: Uh, broken ribs Friggin hurt Oh yeah Like And we'll nose is bad enough But like And then ribs on top yeah. oh, And to my. his to oh. his credit
0: He did try and play on up. Yeah he did Yeah
2: And <laughs> he was just like what hey, I'm talking I about not not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah And like he went yeah, Nose busted he went, Ribs
0: yeah. busted He went back to chase a kick And I think He like changed direction To run backwards to it And Which is on the at, ground And they went over the top of him Yeah And then like But even after that Like oh, He yeah, went yeah. He was chasing a ball That eventually went dead And then he's just like no, I can't actually do that <laughs> yeah. I like, I'm actually done. So then he went straight <laughs> up like, I can't nerd. breathe. That hurts yeah. the ribs <laughs> or the nose. <nerves>? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm getting no oxygen. It's a lot harder than I remember. Really <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. But, um, Bilkins, I wanted to pose a question to you. Please. It's a little game I like to call Gamesmanship or Grub. Ooh. So, Blake Ferguson had done his nose right, and he had the whole tape around the nose looking like a fool. Not long after that, Canberra kicked it downfield and Fergo brings it back. Gets tackled. As he was getting up to play the ball, Jack Whiten gives him a little bit of facial treatment with a bit of hand in the nose.
2: Oh, this is a play from the other team? Yep,
0: play from the other team. Hand in the nose. Just as he's getting up, can't see it from the referees, like, you know, just right there. And (laughs) loses the ball.
2: Ah. Ferguson.
0: Ferguson lost the ball, yeah. and you know Canberra got the ball back in good field position. Now, is that a bit of gamesmanship uh, or is that grub?
2: What what a great what a great segment, Tim. Yeah. So is he facing him when he does? this? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, so Ferguson. Like there's no question; it's 400 percent intentional. Yes, it's yes. not like oh, he was trying to get up. He no, stuck his hand. No, down he's
0: done engine. it. He's done it, and that's that's the question. Is, is, is that is that gamesmanship? Grubby.
2: It's unsportsmanlike, but in the context of like you know NRL, which is a very you know. Niggly game, lots of little punches mm. and stuff yep. like that. Still, if he's got a broken nose, you know, if someone's got a broken arm, you're not giving them little, you know, pumps on the bike. Well, not in NRA. well, in well, <laughs>
0: what about another famous injury where they actually didn't exploit it? JT, game two, 2017, yeah. did his shoulder during the game. If I was New South Wales... All I would do for the rest of that game is run at JT because he's not a good tackler to begin with. And if he's only got one mm-hmm. shoulder and he's in immense pain, you're but they didn't do it, but, which still yeah. baffles me it's, to this it's,
2: day. It's a fine line, but I mean, but it's, not, it's not UFC fighting. It's not like, oh, yeah, Tim's got a bung knee, so let's try get a couple of kicks and then add his yeah. knee. If you're playing the game and you go, well, Tim's... He's run very well, Let's get him
0: out. But if yeah, but all right. If with the ribs, if if he's going like this, right, holding his ribs, and he takes the ball up next willingly, yeah, you are you ribs? are you smacking his ribs or not? Hell yeah. Well, then what's the difference between the nose thing?
2: Well, if he's got the ball, this is
0: this is you know this is where where's your line, is, is, Vilkins?
2: Is, my line is is there face touching regularly in NRL? Like is that yeah. like a tackle? I can tackle someone's ribs. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah, fair. The palm in the face. That's a little like, that's a bit more like, ha ha, you got a thing. I'm going to, you know, how do you like that? To me, yeah. me
0: personally, I would lean towards like, if they're out with there with an injury playing this sport,
2: you're exposed, but in the context of is it sportsmanship or grubby? It's pretty grubby. Yeah, well, cool. Jack yeah.
1: White's is a stand-up guy. He's done nothing wrong in the media mm. or anything.
2: So. <laughs> That's obviously a joke that went over my Yeah, head. I was going to say like, you don't yeah, you true, don't know true, that true. he
0: assaulted a bloke and missed eight weeks last year. Anyway, so I mean, what do you think, Benny I
1: don't. I th- I th- I kind of agree with Michael. I I think if if it's the ribs and he's playing on. And and he's got yeah. the ball. You're tackling him, and you're probably trying to hit the ribs, mm, mm. um, the, in the face. Uh, I don't like it. Mm. Okay. I mean, I saw Josh oh, yeah. McGuire do it to Cam Munster. He, he got yeah. him straight got in the eye, beam. and I yeah. was like,
2: uh, if you didn't play for the Cowboys." <laughs> yeah. yeah. I but mean, then, if it's an out-and-out attack, of course, you know. <laughs> no, it was just um, it was, no, just, no, a it just, it was a, just a little yeah. like he. you for I go wouldn't go stop the, the game. I wouldn't. the nose. Oh, yeah. And
1: then I mean, you got. The AFL, which is a bit different, I can Mm -hmm. still remember the Scott brothers going at Mm. Nick Rewald Rewald, and making him cry. Yeah, that that was like
2: before 93 and even after, but before then, they're just straight up punch ups. (laughs) It's just like you punch the guy that you're you know marking until the ball comes towards you, then you play AFL,
0: and then yeah, well, and there's no TV. There's no 17 cameras yeah. <laughs> yeah. monitoring each section of the field. I think yeah. the, the, But even
2: the games that are, like you see them waiting for a punch, like they're punching chins and stuff, like trying to get the ball. They're, and, they're yeah. doing great. The, be- yeah.
1: the best, um, slightly different situation was, I think it was 2016. It, it was the VFL grand final. And uh Footscray Bulldogs player had Lynn John. He injured his, he just came back from a like a surgery in his shoulder or something. Like he absolutely screwed it up in the, the one of the elimination finals for the Western Bulldogs, but he didn't come back and he wasn't selected to play the grand final, but they had the VFL grand final as well. What they did is that they taped up the other shoulder so that all game, the players would uh, be hitting him in the I shoulder that they thought was injured. Uh, he ended up being like the star of the, of the game, and they wow. won the grand final. See, that's there the shit I love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's thought, pro- I, I heard that out. I was yeah. like, that is freaking that's great. awesome. I mean, that's great. it could have ended up terribly
0: if someone accidentally hit him <laughs> yeah. in the wrong <laughs> yeah. one.
2: Yeah, but he, yeah, he's was, playing like his <laughs> arms, <yeah>. just like <laughs> flopping about. Like
0: uh, it's not, uh, and I hope, his- and I hope that he like played to it as well. Oh, yeah, you so, I, you'd I have hope to. That he, yeah, you many have many to. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. felt sorry for the guy because
1: he he would if he didn't get injured, he, he wouldn't would not have won a grand fall. final.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on to um, a fan a fan favorite of of the sporting woods podcast. Oh, what's that? The um, limb dick team of the week. Now there was no short shortage of contenders this week. Parramatta, Penrith, uh, Cronulla. Who else? Hashtag, Hashtag well, Does the Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys did it know, right almost beat Storm, yeah. But, look, I've decided to go with the Brisbane Broncos. Oh, yes. And the reason I have isn't necessarily the whole team's performance. And, yes, we have been very vocal about the Broncos' spine so far this season, but so has every other person watching Rugby League. And yeah. the reason why they're the um, LDE Team of the Week this week is the setup for a field goal in the last five minutes. So what happened was the Tigers dropped the ball on halfway. The game's tied up. All Brisbane had to do was set up, run 20 metres and get a field goal. In that set of six, four passes went to ground. That's no good. They lost metres on three of the five tackles. And the last play of the set, Milford was about to kick a field goal with no pressure on him then decides to run around like an idiot hmm. do a 360 and Reynolds who had come in to you know block charge down the field got who overran it ran back and tackled him with the ball on the last
2: wow it was good. it was
0: the most bizarre set of six I think I've ever watched in rugby league but you would have been frothing I was I, I just couldn't believe I couldn't believe what I was seeing then they didn't touch the ball for the rest of the game that was their one. That was their perfect chance yeah. handed to them on a silver platter. Your half and your five eight had to take charge and say, "Right, mm. we go three straight and yep. we kick a field goal." First, first pass out of the scrum goes yeah. behind a bloke into the ground. They lose five meters. It's just, it's just unbelievable. That's Playing to be the sideline, coaching, right? No, uh, no, 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 no. no. Just that's bad. that's bad player management. Okay, yeah. that they'll, they'll, they game management. They would have coached.
1: That sort of scenario, like thousand. Well, that's what
2: years. I was thinking. I was like, "How are you not just like, oh yeah, let's run plan A." Yeah, <laughs> you know, the
1: halves just need to step up yeah. and tell their forwards what to do. Like the forwards were like, "Oh, what do, we do? what do we do? Like, they should know as well. Yeah, one of them should just be like, "Give me the ball." I'm but gonna... it's
0: yeah, it's a responsibility it of the be halves a new
2: situation to them. That's all. Yeah, it's a
0: responsibility of the halves to get it in the right position because yeah. they're the ones that got to kick the goal.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was just.
0: I don't. As a Broncos fan, I don't know how you come away from that game and think, "Oh yeah, we've got a winning formula here with Milford and Nickarima." Oh, you, you can't. You just can't. And Darius Boyd continues to disappoint and can't even inject himself into the game. I just. I know. I. I see. You know. I was the direct opposition. My team was the direct opposition, but it was just. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. That cheat camp step. <laughs> well, yeah, we will get to that at the end, but um and you know, having said that, the Tigers set up for the field goal wasn't great either. Yeah. Um but at least we could defend it a little better. So yeah, Broncos, uh, they get our L D T O T W and as last week, it's actually a good omen. It's almost a finching hmm. because the Cowboys had a, a much improved performance uh, last week against the Storm. So Wait, what? Um, they got L D TOTW last week yeah you weren't without yes. telling me <laughs> yeah well we were under dispute we yeah. weren't we weren't allowed to even talk to you mate <sighs> rubbish to, yeah we'll
2: tell your agent <laughs> you need to get me in the loop about who the limp dick <laughs> yeah okay so, so show so, me the limp dick <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are so we're we're at that point in the season it's just about a quarter of the way through and I thought it'd be a good time to sort of take stock and and see where each team's at Throughout this uh, competition to begin with. So, um, I've broken what I've done is I've broken um, all the 16 teams into four tiers. Okay. So, the first tier is Contenders. The next I've called In the Mix. So, they're still about there and looking pretty good, good, looking pretty solid. We've got Works in Progress. So, that's my biggest group. Um, So, there's a lot of teams that are still got a lot to work on, but Flashes, you know, they seem that they could make a claim for the eight. And then the final is under the pump. Teams that really need to to sort their shit out, um, otherwise it's going to be a long season. So after the after this round, I, I honestly I think there's only three teams that can win the comp at this stage. Four? I go three. <laughs> Not the, mate. I claimed on this show that we weren't going to talk about the Cowboys. That was like 40 minutes ago. <laughs>
2: There's, uh, to me, it's. I a- thought the quarter review was for the first quarter of the podcast, <laughs> which is what we're up to now.
0: <laughs>
2: three more quarters to go, guys. Oh
0: god, but yeah, I think as of right now, I I think only three teams can win the comp, and those teams are Roosters, Melbourne, and South. Now the Roosters had a, just an unbelievable passage in their game <laughs> this week. So they were down, they were up six nil in with in the th- 40th minute, just before halftime. Oh, yes. And the the Sharks tried to put in a little grubber off a scrum. And sure, yeah, sure neck, yeah, next minute, Kiri puts puts it on a dime to Latrell in the, you know, on the halfway right on the yeah. uh, sideline and he runs away and scores. So from being 6 nil at half time, it's now 12 nil. Yep. And the Sharks are thinking, oh, well, we're, we're still in a You know, it's hard to give away that, that try at the end and just before half time. The first, the third play of the first, second half, huh? Cronulla makes a break, and Bronson Cherry was Winks odds to score, yeah. drops the ball. So, after 41 minutes, it should have been 12-6. Well, the Roosters then proceeded to score four, un, three unanswered tries, and, that would do it. and from going six-nil after 40 minutes, Cronulla were down 30-nil after 51. It's, uh, so, yeah. it's just fascinating to watch. <laughs> I'm just thinking, yeah, whoa, they weren't yeah. even that far out of it, Cronella. They had a lot of drop ball that cost them two tries. But, and yeah. Cronella were at home. And, yeah, and look, Cronella had injuries and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, just the way not every team can, can flip a scoreline like that and the Roosters have the talent and the outside backs and the halves to, to really put on some points and do it quickly and, and sort of take a team out. Um, like they did against Cronall.
1: Um, to uh, the Sharks' credit, they did come back and score 16 points.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it was just too
0: late. Yeah. And I think- Well, it's Kanoa-
2: interesting when you watch a game just slide away from someone. Yeah. Like, you know, it could be real neck and neck it at was the start and then just bang.
0: Blink of the eye. Yeah. It was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And that's it, they're done. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Storm, I mean, clinical as ever, but you know what? They've, they've actually done put in a little bit of razzle-dazzle in their game this year. Mm. And- I think a lot of it has to do with Cam Munster's increased influence into the way they go about their play. Because Billy Slater's not there. Yeah, and obviously it is, but you know, you had, you had Kronk and Slater where they were very structured and, and you know, had all that sort of stuff. Cam Munster's not that. He's a footballer. You know, he plays what he sees and, and he's a thief. He's a thief. (laughs) (laughs) And and to what, and it's credit to Bellamy as well to be able to change his coaching, to change his coaching method or, or mantra where, you know he says right i've got Munster. you know he's my guy now yeah and i'm going to build around him and, and it it's great and it and people like Ado car and Vinavala, who didn't play this week you know that that's what they're they're great at that sort of stuff so so changing their game to really have that little razzle dazzle but they still do what they need to do yeah. in in the middle so they you know they're they're only going to be they're better yeah and and they'll they'll be up there and i think south that look they have had a I haven't had the best start to the year. Um, they lost at Brookvale, um, which that loss doesn't look that bad now because Manly and Manly seem to be going okay. Yeah. But, um, that comeback win against the Warriors, um, I mean, Cody Walker was just an absolute freak. Damian Cook, he had spiders on him. He's back, I, they didn't want to tackle him. No. I just, you know, and just he got shot out of the cannon like three or four times in that game. It's just unbelievable. He's ridiculously quick, yeah. And again, pace. Is is now the number yeah. number one thing in NR, in rugby league at this stage. So, when you've got Cook, I think you're a chance yeah. in any game because he can just break it wide open with his line breaks and his work out a dummy half. So, to me, that's they're the three that I've put in my contenders list. Yep. So, I've got three teams that are just in that second tier. So, in the mix, the first team and it, they were almost a contender, particularly after last night's before, right, uh, Sunday. Sunday night's performance but the Raiders are very impressive Uh, and their biggest thing over the last couple of years is losing those tight games and if they won even half of the tight games that they've lost over the last three years they're playing finals and they're probably top four that's how close you know it is between making the finals and, and having a terrible season so they've seemed to fix that up the the fab four the english imports um they're all hard-nosed players can play multiple positions um you know and have have really big uh tickers so they can go all day that's going to pay dividends towards the back end of the year as well when when players are getting injured and and they can provide depth and all that sort of stuff chansey nickel clock stat continues to be a revelation at fullback tremendous and jack whiten's had a pretty um pretty good performances the last couple of weeks as well. So they're they're all gelling together. Um and that's what they need to move forward and, and win those tight games and and that after that, you know, after the confidence they've built in in the in their best start in fourteen years, um, you know, they can really sort of propel themselves for a top four spot at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, I think um getting rid of their their big boppers in the front mm. row. they and they're just more agile. Yep. in their forwards has just changed their game. Their back line also is ridiculous. You've got Leipana. And then you've got Nick Kotrick, who is a future origin player for sure. You uh, saw so was unfortunately. But it, like in each wing, it's just, it's unreal. Mm. And, and they, they just provide so much more for the forwards to go forward from, from them too. To get in position. And yeah. you've got Kroker as well, which is who's very goals. unlucky to ever
0: make origin. Mm. So yeah, no, look, they're, they're a team that could easily make, the top four this year yep easy okay so another team i've got in in the mix uh here is st george illawarra um and Im- again impressive win against the bulldogs la- uh on sunday but um uh, bulldogs i think they just ran out of legs after um the melbourne game yep. coming so close and and you know the the injuries are starting to catch up and all that sort of stuff but st george look they lost against the cowboys but it wasn't a bad loss they didn't they weren't comprehensively beaten or anything like that. Now they've won There's those two golden point games. Uh, you know, tripled with this this uh Bulldogs win, so that's three in a row, and that can really sort of propel them off. The loss of Witop has seemed to really be a positive in the sense that now everyone's got now everyone now knows what spot. they're gonna do yeah. on the field. Um, there's none of these plug and play kind of stuff. It's just right, here's here's our lineup and this is what we're rolling with. So I think that's beneficial for the guys like Norman and Hunt. Yep. I think Hunt still relies on that structure quite a bit. Norman's a bit more off the cuff, but yeah, it's, it's paying dividends. Ben Hunt's been one of the best players in the competition so far. Um, and the last team that I've got in in the mix uh, is Cronulla. Um, they, look, they've had some injuries, and it was a very poor loss against the Roosters, but it was only that 10-minute span that really cost them in the end. Yeah, But when fully fit, and Gal's supposed to be back this week. And Fafita may or may not be back. We'll get to that in the next segment. They're, they're still, I think, they're capable of making the top four with a full strength side. So Moylan's still out as well. So, yeah. they've got people to come back key people to come back as well. So, um, I've still got them in the mix. H-J I don't want to... He looked a bit sore as well. He was yeah, a, he was a late inclusion. Yeah.
1: Oh, he, he may have been excluded from the team. But. Yeah.
0: So, all their, like, all their key players are just about under injury crowd our games yet to come back yeah there you go so they're, they're still loaded um, and they don't to me they're not downgraded just yet so for the works in progress teams I've got one two three four five six and what I want to focus on with these teams and I won't necessarily break them down is I want to talk about this this upcoming sort of five week stretch because the pre-origin stretch to me is one of the is the key part of setting up your season. The first couple of weeks are getting combinations right and all that sort of stuff. By sort of week five, week six, you really need to start locking those things in and winning some games before you get into the origins and the buys. So the teams that I've got as works in progress are basically teams that have showed flashes um, and, and potential top eight sides, but just haven't put it together for the first five weeks. So, the teams that I've got here are Parramatta, Penrith, Manly, the Warriors, the Tigers, and the Broncos. And I've only just put in the Broncos just because they still have a new coach or they've got a new coach and they're still figuring it out. So, that's the only reason they get upgraded to be in works in progress. But to go through the teams, here's here's the, the draw of the next five weeks over Uh, for these teams. So the Eels play the Tigers, Newcastle away, St. George at home, and then Melbourne for Magic Round and up in Townsville. So it's not not the easiest draw, Mm -hmm. but they avoid Melbourne in Melbourne um, playing up in Suncorp. The Tigers, they play Parramatta, then Gold Coast at Tamworth as a home game, Roosters, Penrith for Magic Round, and Melbourne away. So, yeah, again, tough, it's though. a tough, tough five-week stretch. Yeah. The Broncos, they play at Canberra, home to Cronulla on a Saturday. So, I don't know if that anyone will show up. <laughs> Souths, then Manly for Magic Round and Roosters. Whoa. Tough stretch. Okay, no. Penrith, they play Cronulla away, Souths, Canberra away, Tigers for Magic Round and the Warriors. These are all really tough, and this is why I wanted to bring it up, because all of these teams have tough schedules. Manly, they go St. George away, Canberra at home, Bulldogs at home, Brisbane for Magic Round, Cronulla away. That's probably the easiest stretch out of these teams. And the Warriors, they play uh, the Cowboys at home, Melbourne away for the Anzac Day game, Newcastle at home, St. George for the Magic Round, and Penrith away. So all those teams, I think Manly has the easiest run out of all of them, but all those teams have really tough stretches yeah. in the next five weeks. And I was when I was looking at it, I was thinking, gee, if any of those teams go three out of five, they're doing luck. They're doing, doing luck. well. Doing so it's gonna be really tight in that in that middle run where you could see all these teams going three and two and two and three in that stretch, and it just will condense that bottom those positions six through to thirteen. Yeah, uh, and it's going to be so important at the end of the year for those games. You know these matchups between the teams, like Parramatta play the Tigers, and let's see, how' long, Penrith play the Warriors. So there's there's games where they do play each other in this, and they're going to be crucial for those works in progress teams. So that'll be that'll be you know exciting, and that's something I'll be looking out for, particularly as a Tigers fan, these next five weeks leading into Origin and the bye weeks.
1: Yeah,
0: and then the um, four teams that I've put in the under the pump category are the Cowboys, the Knights, the Titans and the Bulldogs. Now, the Titans got a win against Penrith on Friday night and it was actually to me it was the most entertaining match of the, of the whole season so far. It had everything. It had shoulder charges, it had biffs, end to end stuff, lots of niggle, lots of had a shuey. Yeah, there was a shuey Gordon's 250. It had, it had everything. It was a it was a great game of rugby league. Penrith missed 57 tackles or something just something next level crazy that they're really going to have to fix up but the titans have a decent team on paper and a lot of people i don't i didn't agree with a lot of people had them sort of pushing for the eight this year but it just they they couldn't score points ash taylor's been injured and got injured again so yeah it's going to be a long season for them i think and same for the bulldogs they they had a really good game against the tigers and, and a valiant effort against melbourne but they just don't have the, the depth to really replace the foreigns and, and the yeah. Nappers and all that sort of stuff. So that, that's where they're really going to struggle. And that's due to some salary cap issues that they ha- have had over the last couple of years. Just a few. New, um, Newcastle, everyone had them as the big improvers this year. And Nathan Brown's on this weird contract. He hasn't signed like a three-year contract. It's like an incentive-based contract based on some key uh, KPIs where... It's based upon the the performance of the first grade, performance of the lower grades, um, junior membership, like yeah, right. like like membership to the club, yeah. all that sort of stuff. It's it's a very weird contract, but basically, if they keep winning, he He'll can right. just automatically get extended. And they have bought some high profile players over the last couple of years, and it's just not happening at the moment. And they've they've started the season with a lot of home games, and they just haven't been able to get over the line. Um, the the move of Ponga, you know. Weakening one point to strengthen another point, you know, didn't work, and did that cost them a couple of weeks and all that sort of stuff. So, yes, yeah, I mean, it has obviously, but that that's something they're going to have to really address um, very quickly. But I wanted to point out for the teams under the pump, all of them have just one win, and and the Broncos only have one win this season as well. But they're they're still in my they're just scraping into the works in progress category. As a Tigers fan, I only. Because I'm so cynical, I count the wins. I don't count. I don't care about any other team and all that sort of stuff. To get into the top eight, you need twelve wins from your twenty-four games as a general rule. Mm. Sometimes it might be thirteen, sometimes it might be eleven, but twelve—that's you, what you're counting.
1: Yeah, I think twelve would have been enough last year.
0: Yeah, it's win win half your games. Yeah, those five teams. So the four teams under the pump plus Brisbane need to win 11 of their last 19 games.
2: Not not impossible, but not impossible, mm, not but
0: extremely <laughs> unlikely. And when when you start looking at in those terms, it makes it really difficult, particularly mm. for the Broncos in that stretch. You know, it's, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be tough. That's they tough. could go they could easily go in in the next 5 weeks 1 and 4 and they're done. Yeah. They like that's it, like put a line through them and so that's for that
1: magic round is is Broncos playing their home game no that's mainly it's an away yeah yeah they always yeah. do that don't yeah, they
0: yeah mainly yeah. take the game to Brisbane so yeah i think think that's a good sort of lead into the this next important part for me personally i i look at this these 5 6 weeks leading into origin as as points where teams can look back in at the end of the season and go right, well we dropped a game here we dropped a game there that could have cost us an eight spot or something like that so um you can set your season up well instead of having to play catch up at the end of the year and, and having to win seven, seven of your last 10 or something like that so yeah, yeah that's the first quarter of you all
2: oh, right very comprehensive oh thank that you was, yeah, yeah that's really good
0: all right so by popular demand we've worked out a contract benny g's fantasy feedback is here
2: Guys, you better enjoy this. This cost us yeah, so much money. I know. We need <laughs> and Luke. <laughs> we need all the support and Luke. It's cost you have to us to trade Luke. him away.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's Luke Latte's. Luke has been traded to <laughs> Ladies Who League, in, ex- <laughs> oh. in exchange for Benny G's fantasy feedback and cash <laughs> and a first round pick. All right, Benny G.
2: So there's. I'd, I'd listen to Ladies Who League with Luke Gold. Well, look, just, just, yeah. I don't I end, mean, look, I think everyone wins own. out of this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I,
0: and I'm, let me be very clear. Ladies League is actually a good podcast, and yes. I'm not shitting on them. No. I just couldn't no. think of another podcast, a rugby league podcast, off the top of my head, so I went with Ladies Who League.
2: It was, it was a great choice. I don't think anyone assumed we were taking the dump okay. on
0: them. I, yep, Ladies Who League, shout <laughs> out. Now
2: it feels like I'm being too defensive. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <sighs> okay, all right, <laughs> Benny G. <laughs>
0: Right, so, There's been some big injuries this week.
1: Yeah, definitely some big injuries. Give us some updates. Uh, the biggest one, especially for me, because he was my captain this week, uh, was Fafida. So he's, he sort of came off, said it was just a strain and sort of said that he would be right to play this week. Um, everyone else has said, I highly doubt it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Generally, if it's just a strain, you probably will miss out this week, if not another week.
0: And, um sorry a short turnaround because they play the Thursday night game.
1: yeah and that that that's a huge issue so just wait for um teamless Tuesday uh to see if he's if he's named and then also just because it is the first game of the round it'll be easier to whether you play him or not
0: oh well I think they'll give him an hour till kickoff yeah so exactly. he'll be he'll be named I, I
2: yeah
1: I, but I, the fact I you that couldn't play go- Thursday you can trade him as soon as that quick. Yeah, quickly. If he was playing the Sunday, it'd be even worse because you'd have to go through everyone. And, yeah. I mean, and depending what you're playing for, I mean, I probably will still hold him this week. I'm not going to trade him. He's, he's So keep good him. Player. All right. Um, But it just depends on if you're playing head-to-head and he's going to be the difference, you can get rid of him. If you're playing for overall, you probably don't want to use all your trades. Another one, which is obviously Fergo is a big one. He scored very poorly this week. Mm. Um, and... I don't know how many weeks he'll be out for, but he's priced pretty high at the moment. And with that really poor score, if he comes back and plays a few games right before the buyers, he should come down to a reasonable price. And unless he's named in origin, which I kind of doubt he will unless turbo doesn't come back and there's a few other injuries well
0: ribs ribs high uh, re-injury rate as well
1: yeah so it, it, it just all depends on when he'll come back but he he can be a really good target for that round 12 buyer because the eels do play and not, <laughs> another big issue is uh, Jai Arrow his minutes just to seem really really low lately there was that one game in round two where he played 73 minutes but other than that he's played barely over 50 Um, he scored very poorly again he played 47 minutes this week and that included um, Ash Taylor going off and Brimson coming on. Coming so in. there was only a three-forward rotation. So I have no idea what Brennan's doing. Um, he's playing Ryan James really high minutes. Bryce Cartwright, Cartwright and
0: Kevin Proctor are playing eighty minutes. That's I think that's it. The Cardi party. Um, him playing the eighty minutes has yeah. cut into Arrow's playing time. Yeah, it, it it's so annoying too. And don't get Cardi. I've got Cardi. I had to get him in to get Teddy, but he's he's going very shortly.
1: Yeah, well, he's, he's got a try this week. So he will generally. His break
0: even, I think, will be low, like less yeah. than ten this week, and then I'll get rid of him with yeah. the cash. He will be good,
1: good for cash generation. Yeah. Um, right. Then we've got a few uh, must haves coming up to pre origin in the buyers. Um, first one is Ponga. Just okay. just get him in. Um, I've what was um, Newcastle's? We didn't go through Newcastle's schedule, but they're playing. Titans, Eels, Warriors, Canterbury, and then St. George in the next five. So, at fullback, there will be points. Points, points, points galore. The the type of player that if you don't have him, he could really, really hurt you over this stretch right before the buys. Um, The Knights don't play the buys and he'll play Origins. Um, Yeah, they don't play round 12 and he'll play Origins. So, you will have to miss him out that week. So, you can get rid of him or just keep him on the pine, get rid of some other players. Arrow is
0: probably someone you probably would want to get rid of if you're going to keep him.
1: I think Um, he'll play.
0: He'll be in the origin mix. He may. He might even be 18th man, but he might miss that that game. Yeah. So I reckon he'll make origin. Yeah. Oh look, yeah. I I I hope he does, but he you know depending on what happens in the next couple of weeks, if his time, if 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 his minutes go down, yeah. You know anything could happen. Yeah. Very true.
1: Uh, Another one, um, same team as Ponga, uh, Clemmer, just been an absolute beast. I think he scored about 83 points coming up to lockout. Um, all in base. He hasn't done any attacking stats there. He's just... He's coming up to 600,000. I don't know if he's just above or just below, but he just keeps hitting over 60. Just, yeah, get, get him in. He's he's doing everything right. He's, he's the perfect front row forward that you want. He could be a really perfect uh, replacement for Fofito if you want to get rid of him and make a little bit of cash right. in the process. Right, yeah, good idea. It's a good option. Um, Another one, one of your boys, Timmy, uh, Alex Twar. Yeah, look... 75 points this week. He, he played extended minutes because Jennings yep. went down, yep. but he has been getting quite a few points. He's been hitting over 60 pretty regularly mm. and he's priced still in the 500s.
0: So what's happened there is is Twiles actually starting. Yeah. And so last year was Madalino and Packer, but now Twiles sort of got himself into that yeah. that role and um, we've seen both Packer and uh, Madalino start on the bench at different times. So yeah.
1: And only playing 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm... And he's younger and he's got the fresher legs as well, whereas mm. Paco and Madalena are getting on in age. So, yeah. And last year, 12 makes was sense. A,
1: a beast in the points per minute. He was scoring over one point per minute yeah, for every right. time he was on. So now the fact that he's getting more more minutes, minutes. he's he's doing exactly the same work. Yeah. He's just an absolute beast. Um, who have we got here? Another one you've got to think about coming up to the bye and we'll, won't play Origin and will play around as well is Reese Martin. He's just played his third game, so now he'll... Can't remember what his break even was, but he was priced pretty high, and he was consistently getting around sixty to sixty five. So he might come down mm-hmm. a little bit, but he will cost you over six hundred thousand. Yeah, but he's just consistent. He kicks goals for the team. Yeah. So as long as the Bulldogs score points, I think well, he's still got about sixty five without with only kicking
0: one. Did they get one try? No. Uh no. Oh, uh, yeah, one. Yeah. Did but they uh, did get did no? He convert? didn't get he the missed. Goal, it. So he still
1: got sixty five and yeah. got negative points for the conversions. Yeah. So, he's someone you'll need to get in for round 12 for sure. Right. Um, and then we've got another one that a bit surprising, but Josh Maguire. Okay. Not very, not, not, since Tamalola's gone down, he's starting at lock. He's averaged 64 in the last three games, which is pretty great for his price. He's just priced just over $500,000. Um, yeah, could be a sneaky, sneaky pot option there.
0: Yeah, it's someone that you don't really think about because... You know, particularly earlier in the season, it was highlighted that he wasn't performing yeah. as well, but well, it wasn't even, obviously he wasn't he's getting those starting. base stats. Yeah, yeah. Or they're doing like a late
1: minute rotation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's someone you could probably look at and he will play Origin, obviously, so you'll have to get him out before that. But he's scoring well. All right. Um, and then, well, you can't. If you've already got Cody Walker, oh, well, you're absolutely laughing. 150 yeah. points this week. But he's, he's one of the ones, as well as Cherry Evans, is that if you've already got him, I think in about. If he averages 65 over the next two weeks, he'll be around 740K. So, that's if, crazy. say you don't have Ponga and he Ponga gets up to about 600 because he probably will. You could downgrade him, if mm. you call it a downgrade, to Ponga who will still score 70s, yeah. if not more, and you have an extra 150,000. Yeah. Bank. So, so he, I mean, you could keep on to him, but it's the type of situation where you'd probably want to bank the cash and, Earlier on in get, the season. And yep. get another gun in, the intro, in his yep. replacement. Not, obviously, you sell him to someone who's not as good. Yeah. But yeah, he's, it's... And Cherry Evans is the same thing. He's still got 140 game from last week in his average. So, next week, will go over 700K because he had another big week this week. Yeah, um, And then you could probably trade him before, before right. the buyers and make bank coin.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. And we spoke about it last time you we were on the show. It's like that first 10 weeks is really starting to... Yep like set your financial situation up and and having uh, Cody Walker having such a great performance is only going to bring his price up. Yeah. But yeah, you really need to worry about well, what must what goes up must come down as well yeah, so exactly. that's that's a good point that you made there um any any cheapies that you can uh sort of get us on to
1: so we got two really big bottom price cheapies this week we've got playing their third game this week mm-hmm. so they'll change in price after this which is Bronson Cherry and Chanel Harris Tavita at the Warriors yep Cherries at the Sharks both just that 168,000 so you've yeah, they're pretty much going to be my two trades this week, barring any more injuries or anything like that. Yeah, you just got to work out which people you're trading out. Yeah. So if you've got, I mean, there's Sivo Garrick and ravalala who's pretty much everyone's got in their center wing. If you think, I think they've all kind of scored okay this week, and does they do have more money to gain? But you just got to, if you've got someone else that you can trade out, like I've got Bailey Simonson still in my side, so yep. well, I can get rid of him to Sherry, who will go up price and then if you've got um brown or kieran still in your halves just trade them to harris devita because yep. he will go up a lot he's had two very good scores
0: yeah i um i did that last week i got harris devita in for kieran because obviously like he's just going to be the guy. option but it's it's paid off yeah well i mean both of them kick goals as well but like yeah. i had no option like that was kind of the only... To free up more cash, yeah. to, that was the only option I could really do. So yeah. Usually, yeah. I
1: don't advise bringing someone in in the second week because you never know what can happen. You're get injured and then you don't get any price rises or anything like that. Yeah, true. I did bring Ockenborough in last week, so I brought him in. But first yeah, so paid his third, so that's fine.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that, like bringing them in. A week um, early, because it's, yeah. it's happened. Yeah, and It's right. happened to me a few times. Yeah, okay. So, you really wait for that third week no. before you bring them in. Yep. That's a good tip, actually. I, yeah, I never really thought of it like In NRL that. Fantasy, it doesn't apply. Cause no, because it's every everyone. week. Yeah, yeah. I would never have even thought of that, bringing them in on that third week. So, there you go, all your Sporting Woods Fantasy fans out there. Thank you very much, Benny G, for coming in.
1: Thanks, man.
0: Quick update on the scores. Uh, Super Coach is not out of lockout. Is that correct? Yes. So, these it's yeah so yeah these are still interim results yes okay cool <laughs> I was like oh, yeah, I don't don't know, yeah.
2: it isn't not out <laughs> no. of <yeah>. in yes <laughs> what you said
0: <laughs> all right so up to my nuts has a loss against uh, Benny G's revolution uh, 40 point loss there it's pretty he tight did,
1: he did pretty
0: well Um, and could get me an update so. yeah yeah well that's it these things aren't updated but you know at 40 points you be, you'd be right Dano starts the season 0 and 2 Polos del Sombrero with a uh, eighty point victory over Yvonne et Uh the Stingers, um with a comprehensive win over Jimmy Jets, which I've already said is the buy around. Um the Basket Straight ins with a ninety point victory over uh Sporting was favorite Padubu. And I'm gonna put you on the spot here, Benny G. I don't Do you know who, you know who is. Padubu is? No, I don't. It's going to come out that, like, Padooboo's like Benny G's second team <laughs> no. or something like that. I, like, the way you were speaking about it the first time you were in, we are like,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I thought bet it you, was just a random, I bet but you the, Benny the fact G knows that he's, he's in NRL Fantasy Pidubu. as well. Well, yeah,
0: that's what, he's in Enigma. Padooboo. 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 Padooboo.
2: Padooboo. Mm, PWD. Mm. Yes, just yes. And
0: uh, and uh, the GCgs with a fifty point victory over Joe's guns. Huh. Could
2: it? could we just say he's someone like if we said, "Ha ha! Surprise!" Like the stick, oh, it's Greg Inglis. He's oh, the yeah. Dubu. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's, it's Israel Fellout. Yeah, you could, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
0: you could, I suppose. Could we
2: do that to ourselves? It's Israel Fellout.
0: <laughs> oh god. Oh. All right. Quickly moving on to um, the NRL fantasy. I look. I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know how to play NRL fantasy. I just I'm shocking at it. I got the second lowest score uh, in our Luke league. Did really well this week. Uh, who won the round? Polos del Sombrero. Luki won the round. Nine oh two. Yeah, he killed it. Uh, second place, Canberra Cosmos. Eight forty six, and Padubu in third for the round with eight forty. Uh, total point score: Canberra Cosmos uh, forty point lead on Padubu there up the top of the ladder. A uh, bit of a gap then between uh, Padubu and Benny G. Only fifty seven points. And, point. and uh, then it falls back to Polos del Sombrero at four thousand and eleven. Fifth place. This is where the gap has opened up. It's a race in four. Fifth place is Dano up to my nuts three seven five eight. So there's two fifty point gap between fourth and fifth. East to win uh, in sixth place, followed by the former mayor, uh, Hackett, Hackett, and then mediocre sports baller. And coming in last position, only because you stuffed up the first round by not having a full quota of players, is the hot shots, Michael Wilkins.
2: Not only because, but... Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> but You're put smaller, it this way. Right? Put
0: it this way. Your average, you've got the fifth best average... Out of the out of the ten, you sides. guys
2: do not want me to do well because I can tell you I have revisited my team members once.
0: Yeah, I just well, like pick well, them well, up early. Make, it's
2: a good control you got, group. You got hundred. <laughs> if, to if I get to the top of the league, this is all just bullshit.
0: You got hundred and ten points more than me, and I'm actually trying. Oh, yeah. You, Captain oh. Cook. So yeah, there you go. So
2: that's yeah,
0: tremendous. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a quick recap there of the um, fantasy games. Uh, we'll move over to the tipping. Uh, who won the round? JT. JT won the round yeah, yeah, yeah. after... Tip, tip the a, tipped the Titans. Tipped the Titans, tip the Tigers, and what's the other one he tipped? Tip Manly.
1: He did not tip Melbourne. He,
0: yeah. He, that was his only game that he missed, Tip the Cowboys. Gee, yeah, Jalzy T. Massive Cowboys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> uh... Better than me because I had tips. Still... Had the, he had the worst round last week with his joker and his comeback <laughs> and scored the best round without it. Good on your mate. Yeah. So.
2: <laughs> you should, so oh, it's very interesting. So, strategy.
0: go through the ladder. Mickey free the new Cat and Shalimar, all the way down there on um, 23 points. Had a shocking week. Continues to be shocking. We'll have to ha- use a... Um, Four from eight isn't bad. We'll have to... Yeah, well, it, it's bad in this competition. Um, Katie... On 25 points, JT, 27, tied with Dano. Uh, I'm in fourth place on 29 points. Jess continues to uh, keep her position there up at third on 30 points uh, without a Joker. Polos del Sombrero, Luke, on 31 with a Joker. And Mm -hmm. Vilkins leading the competition on uh, 37 points and increased his lead. Mm. At the top there mm. by one, um, but has used two jokers. I, yeah,
2: that's it. I've used two jokers. I'm looking at other people here. I think some of them, like you haven't used any, have you? No. So and we've still got we've, three showing we up. We've spoken about this, yeah. yeah.
1: You're 14 tips out of me. Yeah. But, <laughs> but again,
2: That's, that's yeah. jokers. you got three weeks coming up where you can use, you know, yeah, double jokers. points. Yeah, jokers, yeah. I didn't mean a recap.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, are we going to do uh, the Squeezies or the Shit Sauce shootout? Uh,
2: let's do the Squeezies first and then we'll move on to the Shit Sauce shootout. shootout.
0: All right, I go. Sweezys. So, a couple of uh, honourable mentions. And these guys just had really good performances. There wasn't any sort of really, like, BDE moments in there. Um, but Ben Hunt, Daily Cherry Evans and Luke Keery... All were fantastic for their teams. Um, Kiri's just really killing it. And like he's, he's moved into that, to that seven role, really, let's be honest. Um, Daily Cherry Evans is really staking his claim for, um, Origin selection. Very impressive start to the season. Um, same with Ben Hunt. And we'll, we'll talk about this more towards Origin, but I can see a team with both Hunt and DCE in there because I think you have to pick Munster as well. So, you know, there's, there's a bit of a headache there for, for Kevy. Uh in, a the, good in the halves, yeah, and like Pong has got to be there somehow. So, yeah, it's a good headache. So, we'll, um, I think they'll all feature um, and they've we'll all had- fallback. Yeah, yeah. But I think Hunt and DCE have really sort of uh, put their names forward for origin selection earlier in the year. Excellent. So, on one point, and it was hard. This week was hard because there were two, two major BDE moments where this guy probably last week would have got the three points, but we have to give him one point this week, is Damian Cook. Mm-hmm. he he. honestly he had spiders on him they didn't want to touch him all game yeah. I just um, again pace he's just got so much pace out of dummy half can spot when there's you know a sort of positive outcome in, in the play the ball in the ruck and he's just bam straight through a gap how many tries two tries put yep. put um, Walker into oh. a gap like you know, like Andrew Untouched. Johns or JT. Yeah, it was just, you know, a, a great overall performance and they needed it because they were down by 12 late mm. and uh, came back and won the game. So um, if it wasn't for him, you know, they would have would have been out of it a lot earlier than they were. So um, great performance, solidifies himself for me as the top hooker in the competition. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Number two, now everyone... Don't email or phone in saying that this is a Tigers bias. But two points, Michael Cheekam. Oh, what did he do? Now
2: played for the Tigers. Played for Bears. the ah, Tigers. Yeah, that's right. right.
0: So this is why the BDE Sweezies is different to a M because obviously you'd have Hunt and Cherry Evans and Kirie and Walker and Cook. Cheekam, just Cheekam. At the end, at. The last player of the game, they pass it to Reynolds, who does the, the fake to Brooks. And then Brooks gets caught with a ball because Boyd's come up or whoever came up out of the line, passes it to Cheekham. Now, I'm watching and I'm going, pass, 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 pass. And all he's doing is he's, he's run back, he's gone through, gets to four players who surround him. He's doing manies, Yeah. Four players around him. That, that photo, there's literally four players around him and he's in the middle. And then breaks through. So it's just one of those, no, 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 yes, (laughs) moments. Had the onions (laughs) to not pass it back for someone to kick a field goal. On the last play, if he got tackled where he was, well, he was just walking sideways, Hmm. the Broncos go down and score because they had a minute to go down 40 metres and score. They probably would have just stuffed. No, them. well, knowing them, they probably would have. But to 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 turn it over at that point, yeah. would have just been an absolute killer. But not, he had the BDE to take on the line, get through, beat it, Boyd, score the try, win the game for got the a Tigers Zeke when they
2: expect you to that
0: exactly. So that's why Cheekam was momentum, wasn't it? Not. It was spin. definitely momentum because look where he finished. So yeah, Cheekam, great, great uh, BDE moment, and that's why he gets the two points in the Sweezies. And uh, three points, no question. Cody Walker four tries, including a brilliant solo game winner and a try assist and a try assist, and just overall, oh yeah,
1: overall, overall BDE, and um, and just putting his body on the line just to yeah.
0: get that game winner. Like yep. he was. He- he almost got like the the dive ghost. yeah the you know the forward dive with the arm stretched out to yeah. just scrape the line i mean it couldn't go to anyone else it was a fantastic performance in a comeback victory with him sealing it with a uh with a beautiful solo game winning try at the end so Cody Walker 3 points in the Sweezies um as an update for the points no one's really asserted themselves at the top of the leaderboard so we got a bloody seven way tie six way tie for first all on three. <laughs> All on three. So, Robbie Farah <laughs> is the only one that's so polled. Someone's going to win it twice. And but then a two they, and a one. Yeah. 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 So, um, Robbie Farah, yeah, has has only polled, is the only player to poll twice in this competition so far. So. Still early days. Anything. Early days. Anything yeah. We're happen. only a quarter away through the season. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, you want to get through the Shit shootout in yes. Luke's absence?
2: So, this week I've got a couple of quizzes about theme songs, theme songs in sports. You guys. Uh, Benny G, you might not know For as much as, you know, sport doesn't light a fire under me Pageantry does <laughs> You know, theme songs, uh, <laughs> uniforms, fireworks, that sort of shit Fireworks? You know, any anything along those lines So these ones, are, I've got three questions about AFL theme songs So Tim, you might Ooh, be a little, I'll, you know uh, like, uh, as, Are you
0: saying uh, like team well. songs?
2: Yeah, team songs oh, okay. I, I, I should say team okay. songs, but like, yeah I should be, okay. should be okay Should be okay because um, I, I man, I've listened to some NRL ones, and you guys just have a lot to answer for. The
0: Tiger ben- one's pretty good, actually. Oh. Lots of swearing, <laughs> and but the Cowboys really? one.
2: Well, yeah, Benny G showed me yeah. the Cowboys one for the first, like. I had heard it, I had not seen the video clip. The video clip is very, very eighties. I'm going to go with
0: very suggestive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh yes, I think it did come Overtly, out in
2: 80s so <laughs> Yeah, correct. It's just it's an odd choice, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, question one. The Collingwood theme song is based on which 90s song? And when I say 90s, I mean 1890s. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> is it A? I remembered to do multiple. Choice, I was just by about. I was
0: trying to think of like, is it Wuthering Matilda? I was going to like say something <laughs> <laughs> just before I missed it.
2: Is it A? Goodbye, Dolly. Uh, B. I'll love you forever. Or C. Let's help. Let's help out our overseas boys. Now, the song for Collingwood is called... Uh It's good on Collingwood, Collingwood forever. forever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried it might not be like, you know.
0: I have no idea on this one. I'll just say A. Yeah, let's go with B. Ooh.
2: Ooh. Ooh. So you've gone A, goodbye Dolly, and you've gone B, I'll love you forever. It well,
0: is- see, yeah, because there's forever in it. Yeah. No, I'll I'll stick with I'll back it. I'll back A.
2: B it is. Great choice, Tim The answer is A
0: Oh, bam
2: It's Goodbye Dolly Gray It's an old song from a musical Uh, And yeah, they picked it My ongoing, my sort of conspiracy theory Is that a lot of these clubs When they were playing Only had, you know, a handful of records So (laughs) when it's like Oh, what song should we play at the end of our thing? It's like, oh, should it be this song or that song? And one of them's like a national anthem march And the other's just like some fucking song Yeah Uh, Okay, question two uh, Melbourne Football Club based their theme song on "It's a Grand Old Flag." What did they change the title of the song to? Mm. Is it A, for the red and the blue? B, the pride of Melbourne Town? Uh, or C, didn't change it? Like just uh, Grand uh, yeah. Old Flag? B, Pride of oh. Melbourne Town. B, B, B. I'll go, I'll go A again. A again, it was C. They kept it the same. Oh, they are, just were yeah. like, yeah, fucking grand old flag.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Makes you think of football, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had it once well, and this year. <laughs> they win the flag Yes, in the Yes, AFL, yes. Oh, yeah. A Works. grand flag at the grand final. Yes. It's, it's been go. a while for them, but <laughs> yeah. it's been a long one. For another. <laughs> yes. All right, last question. Last question, last question. Uh, which of these is not an AFL theme song.
0: Oh,
2: Is it A, Pride of Brisbane Town, B, the Pride of South... B, the Pride of South Australia, or C, the Pride of Western Bulldogs? C.
1: B- Who is it? Do you know? Because we're the Pride of
0: South Australia, we are the mighty Adelaide Crows. Yeah, I don't know. And then, we are the pride of Presbyterian, we were oh, oh, blue and yeah. gold. So it's C. Fair enough.
2: It is absolutely C. No such song as the pride of Western Bulldogs. I don't like the
1: Adelaide team, so. <sighs>
2: what about big techs? <laughs> no
0: one likes big techs. I love big
2: techs. <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's how easy a quiz is. That's mm. the shit source. Yeah, it doesn't, have, doesn't have to be fucked. It is. <laughs> 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 the the and options were, yeah, <laughs> were okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There was no reference to World War II monstrosities. I have no idea there actually there were, there were three. Uh, so listeners write in if you caught them. Uh, <laughs> the, right the uh, the, um. <laughs> yeah, no. There were no references. Any references were unintentional you and a legend. <laughs> every everything's, oh, everything on the show is a legend.
0: You make several threatening references to the UN. <laughs> 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 and then the last six pages, you just you wrote, know, uh, screw Flanders over it. A little bit of extra trivia here for you, Michael. Go on. The uh, Sydney Swans theme song is actually the same tune as the University of Notre Dame's fighting song as well. Yes. Over in L- the uh, uh, Cheers. To the red and the white Honor the name Shake down
1: the thunder <eight> <laughs>
0: from the sky
1: <laughs> Their theme songs are so much better I'm eh? <laughs> word to victory Yeah,
2: well, they pick songs that are made for, like, singing in pubs Yeah, yeah like, you know. Oh, it's very, it's a catchy
0: tune, this Sydney one Does anyone know Carlton's? I used to Me either I haven't heard it for like I support them haven't heard it for like a year
1: yeah, I think it was around eighteen last year. Oh
0: shit!
2: Anyway, Three. so yeah, I mean, unlike NRL, there's no rapping, there's no turntable or you know electric guitar no solos, no excessive which, swearing. Yeah, which you think would make me like it less, but no, well, I like the yeah. old school.
0: What? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's play yeah. some footy. Yeah, yeah. Bum,
2: bum, 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 bum. What's, um, let's run through some confetti. Okay, the, uh, paper, yeah. sorry. <laughs>
0: What's the S theme song as well? That's a good one too.
2: Oh God! Look, guys, you're it's... sort of calling me on my bluff here. No, 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 no,
0: no, no, no. It's a, uh, it's a. Uh...
2: No, fuck yeah! It. I can't.
0: North I can't Melbourne think. will be premieres. Just you wait
1: and sing.
2: <laughs> um,
1: When's the last time that premieres?
0: Ninety nine six. I think it was ninety nine. They beat Carlton that year. Captain, big Cooter. See the bombers fly up. Yeah, that's it. See yes. the bombers fly up, up to win the Premiership flag. <laughs> yeah, they're all good.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and thankfully, finally, forgotten the Cowboys theme song. That was definitely my <laughs> solid oh, cowboy, uh, and it's, it's Bash Sheep. <laughs> 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 It's got to be a piss take. Surely they were sitting around being like, "Yeah, let's pick that." Well,
0: one. I mean, it was it's either all that, about how like we're going to yeah. bang you, and it was either that or <laughs> save a horse, ride a cowboy. So I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah.
2: I think they probably <laughs> made the right choice. Though. Oh, they'd make for great Broncos games.
0: Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Bron-
2: Broncos are horses. It didn't even yeah really, yeah like really, yeah, but, yeah, but, but save a horse so you can't yeah ride a I don't know. <laughs> Well, so that brings us to the end of the Shit Sauce shootout. Oh, yeah, no, thank God. It was just entertaining all round. Yeah, so thank goodness.
0: Real. All right. I'm yeah. glad you came up with something this week.
2: Oh, uh, thank it you. was good. I definitely didn't do it 10 minutes before we started recording this no, episode. No, of course in not. In a panic. Of course not. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit.
0: Oh. Um, thanks, Vilkins. That was literally the best Shit saw shootout of all time. Uh, That's so, one I've been to. Yeah, well, mate, it's not hard. <laughs> so we might have to change the name if it's going to be that good. Yeah. Because it can't. we can't call it shit. Uh,
2: slightly less shit. Now that shit Luke's... Now source, that Luke's... Shootout. Yeah.
0: Now that Luke's being traded to Ladies Who League, we might have to come with he's it.
2: He's on secondment, mate. He's, he's on secondment, experience. is it? Yeah,
0: he's on work experience.
1: Well, if, if Luke does come back, yeah. we can keep the, the name. Keep the name. What, what
2: okay. a cliffhanger. But yes, yes,
0: yes. <laughs> Tune in to Ladies Who League <laughs> to find out oh. if... Yeah, yeah. All right. Um... Yeah, that that just about wraps up the episode. Um, look, uh, moving forward to next week, is there anything anyone's looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to the opening of um, Bankwest Stadium. Uh, wank best, Wank best, according to our friend P- Peter Beattie. and um, your, friend, this your friend Beating, your friend, yeah, <laughs> my friend, my friend Peter Beatty. Um, it looks great. Um, all reports say that it, it it's it's very similar to the um, C-Bus Super at Rabina, but with um with more of an angle so you do feel on top of it so it's going to be a really great great venue to uh, watch rugby league and I'm sure the players will enjoy it there as well so that, that'll be the big um, thing that I'm looking forward to this week sweet
1: so I've probably got two things I'm looking yeah, forward to I'm Going looking for forward to you can look forward uh, to more than
0: one thing <laughs> looking forward
1: to the Cowboys <laughs> getting another victory a <laughs> bit more hopeful uh, we are playing I think the Warriors at Mount Smart so they're a lot better there but um, hopefully we can put forward a good performance. The other big thing is a little bit different or a little bit off NRL. It's um, the Premier League title race. I've got my boys, Liverpool, who just got back in front. Ooh. They uh, one 2-0 over Chelsea. So now we've got nice, nice. four very winnable games to finish the season. Mm. Don't have any more top six teams to play. Uh, City, who have a game in hand and two points behind, have Spurs and United in their next two games, mm. including United at home.
0: That's killer! United at, United's at Old Trafford. If um if Man City win both those games, they'll they'll win they'll win. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, they'll yeah. Win. So that that when do they play next week? This week coming up?
1: Uh, is it do they do have a midweek game? No, I think it's next weekend. Yeah. They just beat Palace last night, mm-hmm. so yeah. And it's 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 an incredible title at- race where Liverpool's on eighty five with four games to go. Man City are on eighty three with five games to go. Um, it's
0: it's incredible. Yeah, well, it's going to come down to those two games, and yep. and then everyone needs to hold their nerve at the end. So, well, Liverpool have been known to yeah, well, the beat Chel- the better teams and lose to the not yeah, as good that teams. That infamous uh, Gerard trip against Chelsea around yes. this time last year, that would have been deja vu for all the fans. Yeah, Chelsea, um, their Twitter account they put
1: out a bit of a post of a memory from that slip, uh, the the same photo, and then. Uh, I think with Bobby Duncan, who's a junior Liverpool player and cousin of Stevie Gerrard, did a nice, uh, good trip back to London, guys.
0: Thanks, thanks for coming. Thanks yeah, for coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it
2: was it was well put.
0: Uh, Vilkins, anything you're looking forward to this week?
2: Uh, I guess out of all the sport, I would say I'm probably going to watch the Brisbane Lions game. They won their first three uh, games and everyone that was me was asking, is it time to jump back on the Brisbane mm. Lions bandwagon? I
0: think a lot of people were doing that in, here in Brisbane. <laughs>
2: <Play> <laughs> yes. well, and well. specifically in this very studio. Mm. <laughs> um, and then they lose their next game. So at the moment, like a true Brisbane Lions fan, I've got one foot on the bandwagon. Let's just see mm. how it goes. Are they going to win their next one? I think yeah. they're playing Collingwood maybe. Collingwood, Collingwood so, yeah, on yeah, Thursday night. Um
0: you know they could actually benefit from the horrendous start that the Broncos have had.
2: Uh, yeah,
0: because like yeah. If, if all Bro- the Brisbane's walking around like, being like, oh, like oh, we oh. said, Broncos have got arguably the toughest stretch out of any team leading up to Origin. Mm. They if they if they lose four out of those five games, like they're done. Yep. And then so everyone's going to jump on the Lions bandwagon. So there's dude, uh, dude,
1: dude. no general admission <laughs> tickets left for the Lions game. So wow, really? That's great.
0: Yeah, yeah that's wow. great turnout. Yeah. All right.
2: Well, that's. Brisbane's the worst. <laughs> it's
0: like the oh, raw. Oh, they're winning? Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's like the roar. Like yeah. Oh, I've been a fan
2: since 2004, <laughs> mate. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, Ange, is he still coaching? <laughs> yeah, where's Ange?
2: He's <laughs> Wearing a Michael Boss t-shirt. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway. Manis, doing. Hand, everyone's doing handstands again. <laughs> Bleaching the hair. Uh,
2: whatever happened to- I don't want to say his name too many times because then, like, you know, Beetlejuice, he'll <laughs> turn back up. Ackermanis. Yeah. Oh, it's, he's, ugh, he's that's playing, twice now, him.
0: There was this story come out. He got banned from a couple of- uh, be uh very high it. price uh oh, sorry very uh high end um golf clubs for cheating and Aww. and all that sort of gear doesn't so. sound like him nah <laughs> <laughs> but anyway anyway been, wow, uh, wow, yeah, wow what an yeah, episode yeah lot, lots to talk about uh thank you very much for sticking through if you it, get to this it, point
2: it. Uh, we hope you
0: enjoyed and um, we'll be back balls. next week balls. if you didn't fuck like you yeah. they i not listening oh. <laughs> or yeah, exactly. Or, or maybe bullets. just let us know. All you not this? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to non-believers. To all the non-believers. No, it's right. You're yeah, you're so not um, we'll come back so next yeah, week. This so we'll be so so later. Have you got the um, run? <laughs> yeah. Monday, cricket, cricket. Uh, uh, Easter Monday. Bats game. Bats. ball ball oh, ball oh, 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 oh,
2: oh, 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 Is that Bank Bank West? Yeah. Wank best. Did we have we chatted since Wrestle was WrestleMania last week? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what is it last week? It feels like a month ago.
0: Well, we we kinda like can't talk about because 'cause we'll, like this will literally be a two hour episode. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know I there's know. There's fucking know. so much that happened this week.
2: Um, it was really good. It blew my expectations. It was still like twenty fucking hours long. Yeah. Uh, but it was good. Two thumbs up. The um Who will rule
0: Westeros when Game of Thrones ends? I don't watch it, so I don't know. Game of Thrones? Yeah. Uh, it's the last season starts today. Bran oh, I I know that. But Bran Stark is the leader in the clubhouse. Really? Yeah. Bran. Yeah. At like a dollar ten.
1: Wow. What's Tyrion?
0: Uh is that Daenerys Tyrion Tar- uh, no. Targaryen? Tyrion. No? Oh Tyrion 7 seven fifty. He's kind of like my pick. Is Daenerys up there? Daenerys Targaryen, yeah, four dollars. Jon Snow, three. Is that S- the top four? Ah, uh, no. So, Cersei, Bran-, Bran, Stark, Jon Snow, Targaryen, and then at five fifty, Sansa Stark, Sansa, Gendry, seven dollars, Tyrion, seven fifty, Tali ten dollars, Arya Stark. Ten dollars. The Night King, eleven. Carisi, twelve dollars with Peter Baelish. What? Peter, he's fucking dead. Well, they're saying that he's twelve to one. <laughs> he got killed in the
1: last
0: episode. Yeah. To- <laughs> Did,
2: Did he? Did he? I I've seen it with my eyes.